Okay. Welcome to the Irrelevant Illiterate Podcast. I come with gifts, guys. Oh. Yeah. Like Nardwar. Dude, gifts, dude. So first, Greg, I got you this copy of Billy Riley's Who's Looking Out for You. <laughs> and I Thank also you. That's got Bill you. Bill O'Reilly, by the way. This is also a copy of Tom Hanks' hit movie Larry Crown on DVD. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and for Larry, I got you Bill O'Reilly's A Bold, Fresh Piece of Humanity. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thank you. And to go along with it, this is kind of like an add-on to that. A box of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Why, thank you. Oh, man. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> I, thank you. I love Irish. Thank you. Yeah. Love the Irish. You know, <laughs> my dad left the, the first. My dad left a box of uh, books in our basement at the house, and I've just been gifting people <laughs> like Bill O'Reilly books. Um, I gave Mike Murrow a copy of George W. Bush's book, so I told him, yeah. No, was that Murrow I gave that book to? Decision points? What the fuck yeah. is it called? Yeah, you're right. Decision points. Yeah, so you say you've read it. Uh, <laughs> dabbled. <laughs> I didn't read it. I listened to it. Didn't digest it. Uh, with us today is a guy I've known for about a hundred years, and I don't know his last name because it's stupid, and I don't care about it. It's true. But he decided to go by the last name Epstein because no one else wants to know his stupid last name either. Yep. Larry Epstein's here. Hello. That's right. And. From the Where It Went podcast, which you can find pretty much everywhere, right, Craig? Yeah. And formerly of one of my favorite Philadelphia bands, One Up, Mr. Greg Pollard. Thanks for coming, Thank guys. you. Is that how you say it? Pollard? Pollard. Pollard. Yeah. Sure. People want to say Pollard. And I, I don't even... I don't I don't know yeah. about you with your... I don't even correct people. Dude, my name gets chopped up bad. I mean, look at Larry. His was so bad he stopped using it. Yeah, I don't use it. Was it with Checky? Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. <laughs> See, to me, it's not <laughs> hard. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm... I, Spot on. Well, then yeah. again, like, you just have one of those people's those last names is, like, spelled like Wakaka, but it's like, no, it's actually Wachecki. It's like, then why is there Zs and shit in it? Nah, no Zs. There's too many consonants in here. A couple Es, a couple Is. Like, too many consonants in a row. Like, what are you, fucking Welsh? Get out of here. <laughs> fucking dork. Ugh. Dude, you're not the first person, or you're not the only person that has an entry in the Dream Journal. Oh, you got a Dream Journal for me? I do. I got one for you, too. Cool. I'll, I'll start. Mine's a little long. Oh. So, a guy whose greatest fear is pushing Mongo. Pushing Mongo? It's a skateboard reference for those who are in the know. I'm a grommet, or I don't know what the fuck. Isn't that when you (laughs) use your left foot, right, or whatever? I thought I was skating goofy. No, if you stand goofy foot... You're a poser. Tell us what it means. Yeah. (laughs) You hang out out of skate shops a lot. So, if you're standing with your right foot forward in goofy stance, and you push with that same foot, you have to swing your whole body around to Mm. push like that. It looks goofy as fuck. Sounds good. I'll have that. It's called Mongo. A man whose greatest fear was pushing Mongo. Why is it that was your greatest fear? It's it's inexcusable. Like you've been, almost died like three or four times and you're more scared I would, of that. I'd die again before pushing Mongo. <laughs> wow. It looks so goofy. Why does that sound way more sinister than it is? It all <laughs> it all started caught, caught my mom pushing Mongo. Like, oh <laughs> fuck, dude. Oh man, I'm so sorry. It's like what do you mean? You're like, yeah, dude, she was just at this truck stop, dude, just out behind it, just pushing Mongo. It's like, dude, things are that bad. Like, yeah, man. This is a dream I had on Friday because I called out of work just because I wanted to. Oh. And I always have the the weirdest dreams when I wake up and then I go back to sleep for like an hour. True. Hour yes. and a half-ish. Yeah. That's the only time I dream. 
I've had about 13 dreams in 12 years. I've written them all down. This was one of them. It all started with a weekend away with my girlfriend and some friends. We went somewhere that looked like a mix between Doylestown, old, and a futuristic new-looking city. It was really strange. I was waiting to check into an Airbnb or something. Uh, we found a bar to kill time, ordered stuff. Lady bartender sounded like an old Eastern blocker. Really friendly. Worst. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> there were about... Swarthy as fuck. Soon, yeah. soon there was about 50 more people inside all together in what seemed like one big party at like three different tables. One person at each table was sort of like holding court with all the people at the tables. I don't know what prompted me to, but I started to introduce myself to some people and maybe try something better to do than sit around and putz around in this I'm, little dark I'm picturing bar. girls with neck scars. Maybe. Like full Adam's a- across the Adam's apple, just fucking knife wounds. Now, so I did that. Some people were so enamored with the people holding court at the tables that they didn't even notice that new people were walking around, like grabbing attention or speaking to them. I then realized that the people who were holding court at each table were together in like a smaller subgroup and they were like pitching to the partiers. And above their heads, like in the menu of of a video game, their stats would pop up. This is a dream, by the way. What were the stats? And an avatar would pop (laughs) up with with photos of them wearing bear costumes. Huh. Bear with me. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) But what kind of, like, panda? Panda, yeah. Panda, Kodiak. You know, your your classic grizzly, brown bear. I don't don't see color. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I quickly realized they're trying to recruit these people for nefarious purposes, and I tell my core group, let's get the fuck out of here. So we got up to leave, and other members of the group had strategically blocked exits, or were trying to hard sell people on staying. So I was like, we gotta fucking... I want to know what the fuck they were actually pitching. Me too. I'll, I'll get there. So I found Ooh. an emergency exit side door, and we snuck out. So I got out to the street, and one of the guys who was inside at one of the tables was already outside, magically, and he tried to more than heavily suggest that I go back inside. So naturally, I ran away. So he chased me. And I ran so far that I was able to find a vehicle. I got in it. I took off. And I was fucking flying down the street. Fucking booked it. I remember I remember looking at the speedometer and I was going 105, Delaware reference incoming. I was de- going down 141 where you pass under the 52 overpass that goes to Greenville. Yeah. It's, a long, it's just a long stretch. Yeah, I know that stretch. It's actually road. going somewhere like this story. Yes. So... <laughs> dead stop traffic hopped on the shoulder i got out and i looked in the um the the floor of the the seat next to me and there was a skateboard in this car Fuck yeah so <laughs> i jumped on the skateboard to try and go around these cars lean the cube and i couldn't push uh post a video you know how <laughs> you know how in dreams in dreams you can't punch or nothing yeah i couldn't push oh. i had to turn my body and i had to push mongo so I got off the board and ran. Did you wake up in like a cold sweat? Yes. Oh, damn, that's way better than what I have. It was it was horrifying. Really? Yeah, <laughs> My, mine's uh. This is all mine says is this is just came to me when I woke up the other morning. So it's technically not even dreamer. It just says the big ga- the battle of the Spaghettisburg. <laughs> that's it. That's all it said. Sounds good, right? Yeah. That's way more enamoring than Can my. Can you imagine story. the battle of Spaghettisburg, dude? Like, there's people, like, getting their legs blown up by cannonballs, but other people just won't get up just because they've had too many, too many bars. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, oh. Like, would could, would the cannonballs be meatballs? The big, Damn. the full-size ones or the little ones? 
like the ground was big covered ones, in like sauce grandma's, like uh, <laughs> right. I don't know, man. Like the wedding <laughs> singer that like she Noni's puts in the Like Noni's It wasn't a battle. Maybe it was a party. <laughs> right? You know? Oh, man. You know how those Ginzos get down. <laughs> I'm pi- I'm I can't imagine them wearing wool suits, though. I'm picturing them shooting those like mini meatballs that are in like Greek su- Italian wedding soup. Oh yeah, they're good. I mean, or like the chicorinos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they would probably hurt at a high velocity. Yeah. Damn, Small dents. Probably. You think they could probably? You could probably knock a tooth out. It'd be like getting hit by a musket shot. <laughs> I think you're There's onto only something. One way, find out. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon goals. <laughs> we will buy a Red Rider BB gun and no, put... fuck that. Let's get a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> Go down to fucking BJ's, get a bag of Kirkland meatballs, and just Fill it. start firing them. Wait, at should each I? Other. Should we keep them frozen or just fucking? Oh, fall? frozen. They're frozen. Oh, frozen. frozen. Well, I mean, if you want to eat, I don't know. Wait, are you eating them? Is the? Well, are you trying to hurt somebody? I'm no historian, so I don't know how they ate meatballs back then, and I want to be like authentic with this here. Yeah. So we got to find some Civil War reenactors and just be like, yo, how do they fuck with meatballs back then? Like, how do they do it? And they'll probably just be, well, my name is Ambrose. And- <laughs> <laughs> What's and a meatball? <laughs> What's a meatball? <laughs> What's we a have, meatball? We have gruel. We have mutton. It's like, yeah, but do you have any meatballs? Hard Sugar? tack. Remember that you learned about the hard, hard tack? <laughs> you mean hard tack and suet. Like, oh, my fucking favorites. You're chewing this oh. paper and pretend it's food. Yo, did you ever put sugar on spaghetti? Why the fuck would you do that? You never heard of that? I've heard of many people put sugar on spaghetti. No one's ever heard I of this? I just found there's a group oh, of savages that actually cut their spaghetti before they eat it. I've seen yeah. that happen. You gotta yeah. put it on a spoon? Exactly. That's the whole point. The you trick is you just don't wear a white shirt when you eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Or use a big... I, I got a special Sugar, though. I'm I have thinking special like spaghetti elf. shirts. <laughs> yeah. Like See, that, that scene right, with the... Look, we've all been in bands, okay? We've all been given free shirts by bands we are friends with, but are absolutely terrible bands. Those become either one of two things in my thing. Cum shirt. Yep. Spaghetti shirt. Yep. Spaghetti Spaghetti shirt also goes for if you're frying anything in a pan or doing dishes. You wear your your spaghetti shirt. What about sleep shirt? I'd use them as a sleep shirt, too. Yeah. But then I do worry, like, if there's a fire and I'm on the news and I'm wearing... (laughs) (laughs) You're wearing like, you know, dude. Is that Craig? Doyle's yeah. Town. Why is he wearing a red line shirt? <laughs> Doyle's Town man yeah. on the scene. I had a roommate that used to. Uh, I won't say his name. I uh, used to blow loads into like a slugfest shirt. <laughs> and did it rhyme with Schmenis Schmishmonagle? <laughs> You think I, I could ever fit into a slugfish shirt and make it out my size back then? I actually had a ro- I shouldn't say that one. I had a roommate buy a t-shirt off of someone in a band, a, a pretty big Philadelphia band. Right. And he was like, yeah, I, he definitely, it was his band shirt and he like definitely blew loads into it yeah. and bought it that way. Yeah. And it probably didn't stop the person from buying the shirt at all. Yeah, no, no, pe- people that are into shirts. No, not even a little bit. No. Yeah. yeah. I would love to just go on. What's, what's that? Was it a uh, merch swap? Depop. And those things just be like, have like like the, like the sick shirt collection out and just be like, like dot, dot, dot or asterisks like, I have come in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, one or more of these. Yes, yes. So this Archangel shirt is now only $200, <clears throat> you know, or just something like that. And just see if you can still get rid of it. I've definitely cleaned up with this. I would do that without actually ever having come in it. And just go like this. <laughs> I just want to see if I can get away with it. Like, how good 
or of a shirt or of the band itself has to be or in their desirability or whatever to have the other person overlook the fact that mm. some other man's load has been on that shirt. It super depends on the band, I guess, and who's the flavor of the week that It's like, week. I have fucked really ugly women in this shirt. <laughs> Do you still want it? I'm trying to think of what shirt what it would take for me to be like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Done. That's the thing about T- too. Turning point long sleeve. <laughs> Honestly, if I could get hmm. my old dead guy shirt Damn. back in, the Death of False Metal shirt, it's a classic shirt too. It depends on how much comes. Yeah. Well, you know what the problem is, and I know you you'll probably run into that. I don't want to speak for you, but I can't really fit in any vintage shirts anyway, yeah. so it doesn't really matter. Dude, I couldn't fit into band shirts until I'd say 05. Because I've always been fat as fuck, right? Uh they didn't start making over two X until what? Like oh three, oh four, if you're lucky. And even then it had to be like a tough guy band, like Crowbar mm-hmm. or something. Crowbar or like some like Fury of Five or something like that. And I remember I had this Fury of Five shirt. It was canary yellow, purple, oh, gra- awesome. purple graffiti that's, letter. That's awesome. Fuck Fury yeah. shirt. But I wore it so much because like, was it at War with the World shirt? No, this is pre at War with the World. Oh, wow, man. it was a, a ringer. Right, you ever see a fat dude with, with these arms in a <laughs> ringer? It's fucking sad. <laughs> but like, I only had like two band shirts. And that was one of them. So it got worn almost every time I was at a show. And just like the pits were just. Mm. This is back when I was we're still wearing like deodorant with tons of alcohol in it. Like the old Old Spice deodorants. So like the armpits were just like. Solid. Solid. Yeah. Just, like, oh man. Yeah. Like luckily I, w- I would usually do XL. But you know for a while yeah. there in the early 2000s. Everyone wore stuff tight. So you yeah, almost yeah. couldn't even find XL. If I, yeah, I, nobody I used it. to be able to fit into two XLs. No problem. But the problem was. Is I'm. Um, I'm not super tall, but I'm tall enough that my gut would hang out the bottom. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, unacceptable. And that's then a, I guess that's a one perk of being like yeah. four feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Being a short king. But yeah, it's just like, yeah. Like, um, I had a kid hit me up a couple years ago. He's like, yo, I know you got some shirts you're trying to get rid of. He's like, and then a fellow, a fellow fatty, <laughs> that's right? That's presumptive of him. Yeah. <laughs> And here's the thing. I, I know you need money. I had shirts. <laughs> I gave him a trash bag full of shirts, but it was all shirts of bands that I was friends with that I didn't like. So it was nothing good in the sh- in there, except for maybe like one or two dying fetus shirts or something like that. But he's like, I know you got some fucking killer shirts back. I'm like, you don't understand, man. When I was your age, not to be that guy, but they didn't make yep. certain sizes. It was either the lo- and it was either large or extra large. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. 2X was even like a year 2000 thing. A lot of bands I know of from the collecting shirts days that I did, did one size fits all shirts. Oh, Which is just, just an extra large. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as you wash it, it's a fucking dish rag. It's know? a it's an XL wide with a fucking medium length. They're awful. I fucking hate old shirts sometimes. Yeah, that's why I said the vintage. Like, so I'll see vintage shirts that are cool and I'm just like... I could make a killing. Even I've if, never gotten rid of a shirt. That's right. He was saying You've that. also never changed in size except for a bit of a gut. Yeah. Now and no, then. that's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, you've yeah. always looked pretty much the same since I've met you. Yeah. So When I started going to shows, I wore smalls. Oh, wow. Because yeah. I was five foot something. So was Greg when I met him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. But he's, he's, I wore a small. He's, he's a skinny mini now. They look at him. <laughs> no, a small. I, I'm always jealous of people that can wear small because if wish. you look at that's an, actually a size they don't really fuck with anymore. Yeah, is the smalls. Well, they're always left over. Yeah, they're yeah, always yeah. left over, and you can get them for dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you're into like, like, like when like 
I call it like the mod phase of hardcore kicked in in like the early 2000s, like mm-hmm. the, the American Nightmares and all Vision that shit. shit. That and like the American Nightmares yep. and shit what like are that. What they called? Oh, sex metal. Sex metal. Sex metal band. Sex. Fashion core. Yeah. Fashion sex core. metal is way cooler than fashion core. It is much cooler. Sex metal. You guys want I waters? Like that. Mm. Sure. I'll, I'll take one. Thank cool. you. Thank you. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's just like that's when you had dudes that were like XL shirt wearers rocking smalls and you're just like, <sighs> such man. A bad look. And this is back when you could shame people. <laughs> yeah, you're allowed to say it's shit. It's like, dude, I can see your bird through those jeans and that shirt. You're not even wearing a shirt, dude. What are you doing? Oh God, it was. A- I don't miss that time, honestly. I don't either. I, I don't. don't either. You could see if a guy had his nipples pierced. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. nah. But it's I remember like, it. It sucked. Bud. It sucked when when the fashion was to wear tight shirts because I was like, yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> see, I was like. Every shirt's tight anyway. <laughs> it's not a statement I'm on this. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm head of the game. It's less of a statement, more like, just wait, a fact. Now you want my pants to match? The f- nah, that's not happening. It's too far. I'll stick with these fucking wide leg jeans till the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> these calves can't fit in pants like that. Oh, it's I'm, easier now though. Yeah. Like, like, uh, um, kids don't really wear jeans. Like, I, I dropped jeans. my, I dropped my son off at high school, and. Everybody, everyone's just wearing sweatpants, joggers, joggers, yep. but they're fucking sweatpants or pajama pants. Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of the show. I listen to. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're the first parents you guys have had on. No, no, no. Uh, Matt Bennett, we had on. He, oh, has, I didn't realize. I don't know. He has a 18 year old. Holy okay. shit! Really? So he knows that jeans. See, I didn't. Well, I don't he's, know. All, yeah, he's also six foot four, barrel chested as fuck. Yeah, he's a bear, dude. Okay. Every yeah, time I every I wear like three or four X's. Anytime one of my shirts like shrinks a bit, I hand it off to him, and it fits here on him perfectly. But he's too goddamn tall for them. Hmm. So what I need to come back is the Slim Shady sh- style shirt. The long, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> tall sure. tee. Yeah. yeah, the tall tee. And you know me, though, was like a normal shirt, you know. But still, not many parents on on here then. Right? No. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a family show. You know yeah, it's definitely. You know what? My kids we, asked for the YouTube. We've had like, more no. people on here with clipped balls than we've had. Parents. <laughs> wow, that's so that's, funny. That's true. I'm a parent with clipped balls. See, who else? He's got clipped balls. Mm-hmm. John Rand's got clipped balls. Janice got clipped balls. At least like one or two others, probably. Well, I still I, haven't done it. I know J Lo was considering it. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm not, no, no, I'm not. Because they, 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 they hold it against you, right? You know, Ooh. I can't. I can't just drop. They bombs won't let anymore. him into fucking heaven. That's not threat- true. Yeah, no, no, no. And then threat. I can threaten her with pregnancy. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that's. You know, like that's taken away from me. Now. You can always hold like, it over their head. That's more, true. No more cards. She's like, like hey, I'll Larry, go. I'll burn your shit. He's like, I'll cream pie you and hold you up like that. Yeah, I'll dump one out. And I'll, do, I'll do it. I'll do it under a new moon. I'll bury a potato out in the backyard, and you're having another fucking kid. How many you got? Two. two. And I and after the second one, I was like, two's good. I don't want to be out. His, well, Alex is what? Thirteen. 13. Yeah. So yeah. he's got older kids too. Yeah. So. yeah. Like my oldest is almost seventeen. So. See, you could always like you're too nice for this shit, but I'd be like. You know, you're such a pain in my ass. I had my balls clipped after you. You know, it seems like I think, I, he, I think he has a pretty good idea that he was a difficult. <laughs> he figured, like, difficult. like his older, yeah, you have both. You have two boys, right? Yeah. Like your oldest boy, you're like, oh, this kid's so wonderful. I'm gonna make another one. And then your other son, you're like, he came along, and you're like, 
yeah, yeah, these guys got to go. They got to go. No more. He was definitely a, a difficult baby for sure. Didn't sleep. So yeah. I think we were like, yeah, I'm not doing this again. Dude, he's probably doing coke. <laughs> baby coke. Baby coke, dude. <laughs> but he's a riot. He is a riot. Just coming on like, 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 it was like, while I was teething, I was just doing like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, fuck, dude. Yo, D- uh, Dennis, you're a dog guy. Are you a cat guy? At all? My sister has a cat. If I see a cat, I'll pet the fuck out of it. If it's wearing sunglasses, I'll chill with it. <laughs> How about it's playing piano? <laughs> oh, man. Dude. We got I, the next president of the United States of jar, America. If it has a jar on its piano, I am filling that shit with all the cash in my pockets. You guys cat guys at all? I'm a cat person. No, I'm okay. a dog guy. But I wasn't until like the would, last 10 years. Would you like to be? No. Why? No. Uh, would you like a cat for free? No. My f- fucking no. owl knocked over my CD rack last night at 2.45 in the morning. Damn, you're like, CDs on the floor? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a cat person then? Yeah, I'm both. I'm regular. I like, bo- I like them both. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. I was always a dog, a dog person growing up and allergic to cats. And then, you know, about 10 years ago. You got the got right a, one? I, well, I got a cat. My mm-hmm. mom, when my mom died, had a cat. Yeah. And we took the cat she bequeathed it and um i had to take like allergy meds for maybe two weeks and then i just stopped and yeah you get I'm used to the, the dander i just i just never grew up with them because my mom was allergic no, so, but yeah. i had tons of friends that had them i just i didn't grow up pets me. at all and then i ended up with damn my... your parents didn't love you no Damn, oh, dude. Nah. You probably had some no. whack pet. Nah, nah, nothing, you probably had nothing. lizards and shit, nah. didn't you? Nah. No, no siblings and no pets. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm an only child. And uh, God damn, your yeah. parents really didn't want yeah. you to have a family. <laughs> fucking up. Polish, Italian, Catholic, bipolar dude, mom. Yeah, dude, see, my, baby, I'm, yeah, in my oh, opinion, yeah. your parents oh, did like, love I, you yeah. by not, <laughs> not having siblings and not subjecting Polish, you to... Polish, Italian, Irish, Irish Catholic, and no siblings? Yeah. Somebody kicked your dad really hard. <laughs> Somebody clipped your dad without telling him. Jesus. Was he in a war? Did he get like artillery nah. fire? You know? Like some shrapnel hit his bird or Spaghetti something? Spaghetti bird, perhaps? Fuck, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> dude. Was your dad neutered by a fucking high-velocity chicorina? Yeah. <laughs> fucking tortellini coming at him. Uh, high speed. Christ, dude. Oh, fuck. I want to talk about Greg's podcast. Oh, true. I have oh, a qu- God. I have a question. I have, <laughs> no. I have questions. I, I'm an open book. Go for it. Is there anybody on the list that you haven't been able to get that's just been on the list forever? Like, is there who's your grail? Because you, I've seen all the episodes you've had. And I'm like, he's got most of them, and I haven't had to go through PR people or anything, yeah, which I think yeah. is weird because yeah. a lot of times, like, you'll hear, you know, like. Like we were trying to do, uh, Iodine Records did the Quicksand 30th anniversary, yeah. and you know they were trying. We were trying to do something with Quicksand. I don't know if it'll happen, but we've had them on before. But like I just reached out to them, you know, through first I guess Instagram and then email. Shit, you probably get Tonka Ponons with some perks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was the other the other three guys. <laughs> okay. Oh, but okay. Um, yeah. I've tried to get Siv on. And Zach. he just can't, like, he's never available. Hmm. I don't think he's a big podcast guy. Like, some people just don't like yeah. Yeah. talking. And I and I respect that. Like, you know, Jason that does the podcast with me, we had a basically, like, 
cajole him into coming on the air. Is he is he the one who you invited <clears throat> on? You're like, just join and then just sit there and you just never let him leave? Or was that the other Pretty guy? much. No. Okay. Yeah. So, so he came on. Game that was at a I think when we when we did the <laughs> when we did the um uh the the first the first LP comp the the way it is and we said Jason just sit on the interview mm-hmm. you can just be yeah. quiet because we had Capo and and Jordan on which again was crazy because it's yeah. like we I, I I don't know how we managed we just got lucky and at the end I think Jordan was like who's this guy down in the corner? Uh-huh. And then Jason started talking and then we were like, you should come on next time. And then he just stayed on. I mean, I'm so happy he stayed on. Like I love Hav, but yeah. I think it's kind of good to have, you know, in, in our, for our dynamic, I think it works to have Jason on. Plus he gives us some cred. Cause I think he's the only one that's been in a band that people care about. And mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, kind of feels cool. Like we got the dude from count me out. Is, is, and, is he the one with the record label? Uh, no, no that's Hav. Yeah, Hav okay. has the contraband, but contraband. No, nah, and like yeah. just like Jason, I mean, he was doing so much behind the scenes. We're like, dude, why don't you come on? Like, you it's know, not that big a deal. I was chill. I came across the podcast when I was because you got kiss and goodbye on. And first of all, I was like, first of all, when I was like, I was talking to him about it. I was like, he's like, yeah, Greg's got his podcast. He just gets all the old rev bands i'm like oh that makes perfect sense as long as i've known greg that's been like his fucking that's his wheelhouse then i was like wonder if he's gonna get all the rev bands and shit then i'm like that's sure enough and i saw it all like you posted a thing i was like kissing goodbye I was yeah like, tim singer and i was Keith, like shit and then, dude yeah. i think we got andrew the drummer yeah. on the one and i was like dude if i knew he liked kissing goodbye yo me and him could have been chilling way back and shit <laughs> <laughs> well you know what's funny i was i'm a, I, tim singer I, I is an awesome guy great front man yeah that's why he's my favorite i yeah. i um was a fan of dead guy and for whatever reason missed kiss a goodbye until we had to do the episode oh and listen i was like oh this is fucking good it's like gnarly. it's really yeah. good it's um, I, I like it better than dead guy than dead guy yeah i yeah. mean keith <sighs> too the guitar player the guy that was he was in rorschach and stuff yeah. i get you on that but i think the reason i always kind of say dead guy over kiss a goodbye is just for the fact that's the one i heard first yeah sure that's the that's that because fixation is my favorite hardcore record. <clears throat> yeah so i was great. like but yeah it's great and actually that episode hearing because they talked it, about yeah. a little bit uh fixation even yeah. though it's not them it, him talking about the layout on that because how they did everything i was just like awesome. i'm gonna be a real mm-hmm. fucking silly goose wise ass like i normally am it was like hey how come you don't have like you know one of the revelations few metalish releases and i'm like and you already got kiss goodbye i mean we're trying i mean we're working his way down the list the goal is to do every one which is an exhaustive proposition like the more i think about it like in theory i was like yeah it was during the pandemic mm-hmm. and i'm like let's let's you know to javier because i was doing another podcast with a buddy of mine and i was like oh this is really easy like why don't we do this rev one and i didn't think we'd get interviews at first like i thought it would be more like um, just waxing poetic about it kind of yeah and then i reached out on facebook to a couple hmm. like when i first got facebook was like what 2008 any i would just friend anybody right, right. oh here's sammy he yeah. was in you know youth of today i'm gonna ask to be my yeah. friend and then i can be like Aww. i'm friends yeah like so hmm. i had all these people on there and and sammy you know just I really have to credit him because he was the only one that replied. He's like, yeah, sure. And then he gave me the contacts to get like the Gorilla Biscuits guys. Mm -hmm. And then once they came on, 
Um, you know, it was well, Porcel as well is, is a friend of mine, and he's been on multiple um, times. He's been on a bunch, so he was another one, and he brought Drew in. So then we were able to get like for into another. Mm-hmm. It kind of just goes like that. Like I'm you, looking forward to those episodes. It's in my queue. You get you get people yeah, like get into Rich another. We had guy. All, everybody that was living. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, I wanted Zach for Inside Out. Yeah, yeah. but Who there's wouldn't? just no way that that anybody I that. Didn't had the connection to him is very um i don't know what guarded about it which i get i mean Mm -hmm. have you hit up sunny Singh? i was gonna say sunny's got it now but he but but by the time we did the episode Mm. like we did that when i mean that was was two and a half years ago and and, the early numbers for sure now he did listen to the episode and he was not happy with it interesting which i was just stoked i was like whoa he listened yeah (laughs) yeah like not the real result i wanted but (laughs) close enough (laughs) so the the first because we did it as a two-parter what was his criticism so the first part we had on uh victor cara who that guy hates me and um who who else oh original bass player yeah so the, Brat, the was Bratton on that one? Too? No, he no. was on by himself. Oh, okay, but it was it was Victor Cara, Sterling Wilson, and uh, Alex Barreto. And um, I think what what ended up happening is on the actual seven inch, those guys didn't play on it besides Vic, hmm. but they were like not even the original lineup because I think he was originally like it was Zach singing with like all the hard stance guys backing him. That sounds right. And I guess basically they just. So he, was he mad about who you had on? No, he was his... mad about what they said. Hmm. Oh, well, that's not. So it's no. It was nothing that was it because of you. No, nothing yeah. you had just any, just yeah. more like they, they criticized um, the w- one of the guys that ended up joining Mark Hayworth. Him and his brother are still to this day like best friends with Zach, and you know the guys on the podcast said some sort of disparaging things about them and how they were just like Zach's yes men and mm. and they weren't even happy with us because you know I, I didn't want to necessarily come out and say you can't say that like and we ended up talking to Rob and Mark Hayworth and they're super cool guys so it, it worked out in that yeah, regard well, I guess. but um like because they were in another band on Rev called State of the Nation but it would have been cool to have Zach just because yeah. I, I never understood like his reluctance to talk about like the hardcore days. I don't really understand it. Yeah. It is and very it's mysterious. also like, like I've, I've noticed is eighties dudes are way more open to like, people hitting them up. Say, Hey, do you want to do my podcast? Or do you just want to do like a, a phone interview or something? Like that? They seem way more open to that than a lot of, the hardcore dudes that were actually around when we were around in the nineties. Yeah. Mm. For some reason, the dudes that from the eighties, even like the early nineties, don't take themselves as seriously as a lot of the people from the mid to late nineties do. I think it's an age thing too. Like they kind of realize like, you know, sort of like, and I mean, to a degree, I feel like this, you know, I'm in my forties. They feel like uncle Rico, you know, like with the (laughs) back in 82. See that mountain over there? Yeah. So it's kind of like, Hey, if I'm going to get a chance (laughs) to talk about it. But another thing is it's like, if we're there documenting it, they want to get it right. Like the last thing they want to do is have somebody else come on, tell the story and, you know, in their eyes, get it wrong. Botch it. Yeah. But yeah, I I thought I like Zach never really brings up hardcore anytime he's been 
interviewed and stuff, and that's his prerogative. Like yeah. he can do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would have been it would just been cool to get his perspective on the real question. When are you getting Willhaven? Are they an actual Rev number? If they are, we'll, yeah. we're getting them. I, yeah, I thought they were... They uh, did two records on Rev. What was the... The e- Crisis, but they also... Yeah, crisis. I think oh, I was Crisis. Of. But I think they have... Are you not Rev counting stuff. Crisis? No. Uh, we might do them as like bonus Are stuff. you counting Crisis? <laughs> I keep forgetting that that was a sub-label. You know what yeah. we are going to do? Um, I could have sworn El Diablo was on Revelation. Maybe I'm wrong. Fuck me. It, no, it might be. I have... You know what? I have I'm a wait, list. I'm waiting for you to get... Every single rev band, so you can finally pivot to back to basics records and do our Rick to Life's back catalog. <laughs> Javier was on uh, 185 Miles South doing the, they do a, like a Rick to Life challenge. Have you ever heard about that? Uh, as someone who's owned the entire back to basics catalog, <clears throat> I'm interested in hearing about it. <laughs> so they basically will play like a line of a song. And you know, guess Rick what he's is saying? Like, and they have to guess Rick, what he's saying. You? The fucking funny thing is, is, uh, like in the '90s, he didn't do that shit on records. Mm. Like it's he's pretty much clear as day on those records. And he did that one EP on Triple Crown Records, and then all of a sudden it was just like full board. It's like what the fuck are you? They do have a catalog number, by the way. He would do it uh, live because I think he just fucking forgot the words of his own goddamn songs. <laughs> that video of them practicing where he practices oh, yeah. the everybody, dude. <laughs> in between, dude. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> Were you with us when we that Earth Crisis reunion when Twenty Five to Life played? No, as the surprise guest. It was no, in I Baltimore. Lo- I would have loved that. And I think I they played. Pretty sure the I was there. One. Yeah, it was in Baltimore. It was like they played as one like three times. That was must have been the first. There was three three guys from Delaware were part of Coming Correct for a good long while, and they they recorded an album, a Coming Correct album. And the funny thing is, is like. The, the one guitar player, Mark, sent me video of them in the studio, and Rick was doing, like, the, everybody in, the in like, the, the vocal booth. And I just keep, I was, like, looking, I was, like, shaking my head. I was, like, I just thinking, like, the producers and the engineers are just in the booth or probably, like, is he talking to us? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, I don't know these songs. Like, how am I going to sing along? <clears throat> Did like, you what? book that? There is a Will, Will Haven catalog number, by the is way. Is it? Rev, Rev 104, Carpe Diem. Oh shit! That's like the third one. I don't know. If I think maybe they, pro- I'm they probably one. just folded because he's right. the The EP was on Crisis yeah. Records, so maybe the first full length was on Crisis too, and then they kind of got rid of that Crisis yeah. thing. Maybe that's when they just became. They just said, "We'll put it on." It must have sold. Left. I mean, I'm assuming yeah. it sold half decently. Oh yeah, dude, I love I love that band, but they did nothing but new metal tours. Like they toured with Deftones, right? Constantly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, they were from the, the Sac- same area, Sacto, yeah, Sacto, Sacto. So, yeah. So I'm assuming if you played those tours, they just by sheer dumb luck had to sell a lot of records. Yeah, but some of the offshoots will like we we want to do. Um, there was an Ink and Dagger seven inch that actually has a Rev Star on it. Yeah, it was like remember, Rev yeah. distribution, and uh, I reached out to somebody involved in Ink and Dagger, and they seemed interested to do it so hopefully that'll happen Um, hope that works out that's cool and they also did like in the 90s for a couple major label releases they distributed it but it didn't have a star like no doubt they did like the no doubt tragic kingdom vinyl wasn't the Hmm. uh the first uh into another on a major oh was that they um, did the vinyl for it seamless yeah 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 yeah, Yeah. yeah. seamless 
That one has a full-on rev number, though. Like, because you know, in the '90s, yeah. no one cared about vinyl, so the, I think the major mm-hmm. labels said, "Yeah, fine, you can have." Yeah, exactly. The same thing with um, yeah. quicksand manic compression. Yeah. We'll, say, like, like we'll helmet, do our CDs. Like all the hel- early helmet CDs, like on AMRAP, right? All the ones AMRAP. that were on Interscope, all the vinyl went through AMRAP yep. still. Like up until like way late, later than you'd think. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah, like you said, no one gave a fuck about vinyl at this point in time. So and now like, those records are, like, hundreds of dollars. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got my uh, Meantime, like, for, like, a dollar in, like, a used bin and, like, some, like, you know, bohemian record shop in West Philly, like, just took the time to look. An AMRAP yeah. one? Yeah, AMRAP copy. Dude, yeah. I found yep. a copy <clears throat> of Betty on Baby Blue. And I didn't even collect, I don't even have a record player. And I bought it. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, I got to have it. I'm was like, it the 10-inch? Didn't they do one as like a this, double 10-inch or something? This like was it? an LP and a 10-inch because the 10-inch had uh, songs that just got left off Okay. the record. It's like, uh, I think there's God, three I songs hate 10 on 10-inches so much. They're the mm-hmm. stupidest. Yeah. And it's packaged really weird and goofy, too. Swarm 10-inch. That's that's the only one I, I'll give you. That's that's, <laughs> that's oh, And yeah, that, yeah, the Swarm's not 10-inch. That's, that's the only one dude, I, I'll give you. That's, that's the great. Swarm had, was it the Swarm that had this or was it Left for Dead? The buzzsaw? Yeah. Was that Swarm? Or Left Left 4 Dead, Acrid Split. Yeah. Yeah. Still one of the greatest pieces. I still have that too. Yeah, on purpose. I had never even heard Acrid or Left 4 Dead at that point, but in Newark, one of the the Newark kids had it in his distro, and I was just like, yeah, I'll take it. (laughs) Just like, I got to have that. (laughs) Back to coming correct. (laughs) Did you book the uh, Girls Inc. show? I played most Girls Inc. show. They played Crucified twice. Yes. Rick brought his record (laughs) distro, and I remember being like, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask about sketchy records. See if this guy if if the rumors are true. <laughs> they are. They were more so even more so now. I remember yeah. I saw yeah. Janice. Kids were moshing, like dancing super hard. Yeah. And Janice's boy got kicked in the face, and then he sat on the bleachers and cried the rest of the time. Sounds about right. Aww. I'm not gonna say the kid's name. Yeah. But, uh, That's okay. That was. That's I, okay. Dave's here next week. I'll just ask. Yeah. There's some yeah. homework for Dave. Yeah. Dave was like, oh yeah, that's this guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Because Dave, name him too. Dave and I, our favorite thing to talk about is the Back to Basics records catalog. <laughs> yeah, and our right. love for Twenty Five to yeah. Life. But <laughs> yeah, uh, Rick's Rick's distro was fucking funny. One of the like one of my friends uh, that joined Common Correct are like, actually Matt Bennett was in Twenty Five to Life when he got rid of almost all his band and started off with all new people. Mm-hmm. Matt was the first guitar player that got recruited, and he was like, Matt told us he was like. We can't bring our gear in his van. I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "We have to all come separate with our gear because of all of his shit." Yeah, because would the, they have oh, to help man. him carry his shit too? No, I, I hope not. Well, at least no. that. So yeah, the van was so the van, bootlegs too. The van remember? was strictly merch and shit like that. So like, <laughs> he didn't give a fuck if like you had your guitar, an amp, a cabinet, nothing. Then again, half the time I played with his bands, he would just be like, yo, I need to borrow that, 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 that. And you're like, fuck me. Remember you're when like, he had that show, the the video online, the barbecue show, where it was like him with a <laughs> with a guitar player outside <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, nobody yeah. else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kids I remember still, that. like well, washing super hard. Well, dude. It was under like a tent. Yeah, but you know, it's, yes, it's it funny because, so I was, I was never a fan right. of, oh, I was of a that. Fan. I'm a huge but fan, but yeah, I understand. I remember we one up played with the distance a bunch. 
um, Jay Reason, yeah. and the guitar player Chris. Uh, him Leg. and Jay Reason were like butt buddies, dude. Him and Rick. They, well, they they, good you know, because yeah. Connecticut and all that. I don't, yeah. Well, I guess where's where's Rick from? New York, North Jersey. Okay, Patterson. So they would. I remember uh, the guitar player uh, Chris Chris Leg. He was like. He had been like involved in hardcore. He was in like Fast Break and like an early, you know, the yeah. early incarnation. And then kind of like, you know, I don't want to say dropped out, but like was out of it and then came back to play in the distance. And I remember him dead serious to me saying like, I was amazed when like 25 to Life wasn't like a big band anymore. Like people like kind of laughed at him yeah. because he said at one point they were like the Kings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think of like that Ray B, but. Ray B's benefit and like that was like they were like it was fucking yeah huge. like they like yeah. and then yeah. somewhere you know somewhere along the line I don't know what happened and you know I, but they he had a bunch of crew dudes in the band at one point then all of a sudden they weren't in the band and he had a bunch of like just non people to stop caring and also I think he did a problem was was overexposure mm-hmm. like you could seriously see 25 to life in the same city twice in a month. And I'm not talking about like area. I'm not talking about like New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania or anything like that. You could like go see them in like Charleston, like twice in a month on like separate tours. Like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. And eventually, because he lived on tour and eventually people are just going to get tired of it. So I was like, "Eh." but, uh, it was funny. Uh, both Matt says this and my buddy Mark who played guitar for him and come and correct. were like, uh, he would just shout out the songs. So there's no plan set. And he would, with 25 to Life, he would shout Come and Correct songs. That's OS. And with Come and Correct, he would shout 25 to Life songs. And certain members did double duty, so they knew them. But other members would just be forced. <laughs> Matt, in particular. Follow along. No, he was, he, there was times he just had to stand there on stage with his guitar playing nothing while the rest of the band played through, like, a come a correct song and he's like I don't What was the difference in the did the bands even have I remembered seeing both and being like they sound the same. Uh at first uh Come a Correct had way more fast parts and like more you know just more like a not not really punk style but a lot of the faster songs basic front okay. yeah type yeah. shit. Yeah. And 25 to life was pretty much just like early 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 metalcore type shit. Mm. And then as lineups, all the thousands of lineups, it happen. became like one. Yeah, it's interchangeable. It's like, <clears throat> what's the fucking point? It's just an excuse to live on tour and shit. But how, um, yeah. how the mighty fell? That would be like another thing, and an impossible thing to do would be like have like a podcast of like, where are they now? The back to basics band. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, else, who else was on there? Exactly. Like that's the thing. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, you can find the dudes from Mushmouth because they were in fucking uh, Wisdom and Chains and shit. It's like maybe about five of the, maybe about five to ten of the back to basic bands. You can find certain members still involved. The rest, you're like, you never knew who they were when you saw the seven inch. You never found out later. Like you I can just go no to like idea a, who a, Daredevil is. Something. You could just go to like a, a, a <laughs> Lehigh Valley. Construction yeah. site and probably find it. Not only could you find a Back to Basics band member, you could probably find a Come and Correct band member. <laughs> you know, it's like, Jesus Christ. Talk to the foreman there. Be yeah. like, hey, uh, I'm looking for uh, the Back to Basics guys. They're yeah. over on Lot 6. I was like, oh, yeah. I was in 25 of Life. That guy there was a Come and Correct. You know, I was like, Jesus Christ. That guy produced his rap album. He's like, oh, God. I would, but I would love to see that just for the, like, I didn't know these were actually real people in some of these bands. 
like Stormcore, but like, and I would also this is a non joke answer. I would love to see a pre new metal victory records one would be cool. Hmm. Oh, absolutely! Like maybe up to like two thousand. Yeah. So high fi and the road burner. We're, oh, we're, absolutely. They're, they're still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Dude, Le- it's crazy. How many? Yeah, yeah. yeah how many good what things? You, what are you, an asshole? Yeah. Yeah. If I don't get a thumb, inter- go, pal. Yes. If I don't get a thumb interview. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a baby Kapow interview come out. Uh, uh, no. no. They were on Victory, though. Yeah. yeah. Did That's I have so- the record? Yup. That <laughs> the song that was on the one Victory Shiba. style was so good. Yeah. That's I, great. I, do, I do have the LP I was given. It's like on Baby Blue or something. Yeah, I remember the, uh, the Victory video sampler that had a music video, and it was just that girl frolicking in the woods being chased by the god, god or goddess Shiva. And there was like somebody in blue paint just hiding behind a tree. Yes. Like, <laughs> and it's like she was just like, oh, like oh, I'm in the but, woods. And then she would like look over her shoulder. And then you'd see like a silly Shiva behind her. Like, ah, just like peek out. <laughs> it was so fucking good, dude. If you think about the victory was like ahead of the curve with like trying to be pro. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like they had all the stuff that now I think is. You never heard fairly common. You may have heard bad music come out of Victory, but you never heard a bad sounding record either. Like they made sure they're like you're not going to your fucking boy in a basement. You're going to a real studio and yeah. like because I imagine some of those bands they had their way. It would just sound like muddy shit. But. Yeah, yeah. What's the best Victory record? Do you fixation. Know? Well, yours would yeah. be fixation. fixation. Yeah, but there's a lot of contenders, dude. I mean, yeah. Like, the more season ends, I mean, destroy the machines. Uh, fucking progression through and learning, yeah, all that shit. Like Jesus Christ, yeah, you got like four the, different types. The one that are the record best. only I like: Cast Iron Hike, Watch It Burn. It's a great record. It's a fucking fantastic. Record. He assigned it to me for homework one time. I loved it. It's so good. Uh, gray, the uh, second gray yeah, area yeah, record. Yeah, the gray uh, record was on there. Um, yeah, like a lot of cool. I got in an argument with. Uh, I think it was Matt actually. I told him that Face to Face put out a record on Victory, and I think he didn't. <laughs> and he didn't believe me. I was like, nah, dude. Big Choice was on Victory. Yeah, Look it was it a different Victory. Are you sure? A hundred percent. I thought it's, it was it's just actually the, funny. The vinyl version was on. I I went down victory. that rabbit hole fairly okay. recently because I felt <laughs> I, I was sitting there and I'm like, I kind of feel like listening to Face to Face Big Choice. Yeah, because it's a good it's a good yeah. album. Yeah, it's it's got got maybe within one, the right? last week. Is that the one with disconnected? Uh, all well, of them had disconnected. They all had, they all had, the first, I'm sorry. And you're right. This is the big choice. Is the one where they have that fake studio banter before, yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. British producer guy mm-hmm. saying, you know, I would put it on the record, and they say they're not going to, and then it kicks into. Yeah. It. Um, it was on a label called Victory, but it was like a different label. Yeah, I was like arguing, like he's like he looked up like the Victory discography, and it wasn't on there. Hmm. But like there was all these gaps on it like it would go from like victory number like 10 to number like, yeah, like what 12 it say? It's you're a... like so what the fuck was like i'm like it could have been big choice dude and i was just <laughs> i was dying on that fucking hill i would not <laughs> let it go you and no. he was just like and he's a huge face-to-face fan so he was yeah. pretty much like i think you're wrong dude and i'm like well, no, man. sadly you you were you were half right because it was a label called victory half right is just all wrong read it yeah. on the t-shirt dog <laughs> <laughs> read that oh, on the shirt on the because i remember even wall. at the time being like oh face to face is on victory that's weird and it made sense because weren't they from chicago no no face to face was an la band i thought yeah there was the chicago oh fucking uh the other shitty pop punk band uh 88 fingers louie 
was the Chicago one. Yeah, they were that. That's a shit. name. Yeah. Did that, but I don't even think they, they, they won that's victory. What, uh, were they? Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. I got to talk closer, don't I? Yeah, it's a little like bit. A they, they, yeah. they did. I um, for it all the time, dude. Don't worry about it. They did uh, um, Rise Against later, though. So yeah. they did pretty but well like, for themselves. Pre-2000s, like, other than like three or four records, victory could pretty much do no fucking wrong. Hmm. Like, there was rarely something... There's very few early victory bands that I don't like. The only ones that, that really didn't click for me, like I didn't really care about Strife, but they had songs. I was like, yeah, that song, fuck. I remember, yeah. I, like, that song listening rules. to them. Yeah, I would be like, eh. all right, but seeing them live, I'd be like, yo, yeah. fucking Strife's yeah. awesome. I didn't like them until I saw them. Oops, back to Revelation. I was way late to the game with Youth of Today because the first thing I heard from Same. Youth of Today was "Break Down the Walls," and I was like, eh, it's whatever, right? I don't care. And it took me seeing them live, which didn't happen until we played like this is hardcore one year, and they were the headliner on the Thursday show. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember was, that. So it was oh, like, was it the one at Union Transfer? Yep. Yes, with Walter on bass. Yep. Yes, yeah, that was a great. And set. I was just like, you know what? I've never seen them live. That was a good ass day. I was like, I've never seen them live. I'm gonna go check this out. And then I was just like, uh, get it now. Now I get it, and. I was just like, because I like all the other like '88 Rev bands. So, but you today just never clicked for me. Then I'm like, oh, now, okay, now it makes perfect fucking sense. Same. The thing funny happened. thing is, is like the <laughs> the way I found out about you today was Warp Tour 1996, maybe Shelter played. Yeah, that would I think that would have been when they played. And like Mantra was fresh out the oven, and this, I was just like yeah, this. Yeah fucking rules i was like so fucking stoked on it then i found out they all used to be in another band youth of today and mm-hmm. I, was, I was attracted down from the record store and i was like you know i was like this isn't doesn't sound exactly like the shelter record i just listened to and i was like <laughs> but yeah it took me seeing them live and that was fuck like 2015 2016 it was yeah in the that teams was 2016 sure. yeah yeah I don't know that I've ever seen them live. I don't, I don't, today? Yeah, I don't think I've oh, ever dude, gone to any of the it, it completely flipped them for me. You gotta yeah. go. You gotta see them once. Nah. I'd say, yeah, at least. that's nah. why They're I playing saw. Philly I, like, pretty I, soon. I love Youth at the, but I'm good. Are they? I, I would think so. They may have just played. I think you're thinking. Could of, be wrong. Maybe you're thinking. Yeah, I think they just played. They just played. Yeah, I am I thinking think of GB. Biscuits just played. Yeah. yeah, GB is the same thing for me. I had to see them before I liked them. I always liked GB. That's a band. Actually, yeah, we're going. Yeah, we'll see them. But it's weird because, like, if you would have told me. In 1996 or seven, I actually saw Siv on that same fucking run. That would have been yeah, that would have been sick 90s. of it all. Yeah. yeah, that was see they had good stuff. Back yeah, then. dude, helmet was on it. Mm-hmm. And but if you would have told me back in of course the dance hall 96, yeah. 97 sure. that yeah. like these bands <laughs> would be playing good. every weekend, I yeah. would have thought you were crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like someone would be like, if someone came to me and to a young Greg Pollard at age 15, 16 and said, Gorilla Biscuits are going to play so often. Mm-hmm. That you're actually going to pass on seeing them uh, sometimes yeah. because of, you know, whatever. Well, you, you got to think about it like this. The bands that you love, I'm, I'm just saying generally as far as hardcore goes, have longer, are guaranteed to have longer staying power. Not because of like the quality or it, of the music, but just how the the people in the band lived. <laughs> you, Fair. Yeah. You love straight edge bands, right? right? So, yeah, so yeah. you're like... Who's more likely to live forever, Ray Capo or some dusthead from New York that had rapped over a Slayer riff once? You know, it's like, it's like, I mean, come on, dude. There's a clear winner. Because yeah. yeah. I was like, yo, who's going to be still alive in 2030, Isaac or Walter? 
Everybody's <laughs> gonna go Walter. <laughs> Everybody's gonna say fucking Walter's gonna be there. So yeah, it, I would say it's a good chance if you were like, yo, Dennis, in uh, 2025, you're gonna be seeing an, ir- an irate reunion. I'd be like, nah, you're no, still no. not gonna happen. I just, can't, I just can't believe though how many groups yeah. are still playing. Like it's wild, and are still good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gorilla Biscuits still put are on a great show. when you see them. And they're yeah. not releasing new music, which is you know, thank God. Nice. I kind of am fine with that. No, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. if you're only do it because they're not really touring, right? So. They're doing weekends. Yeah. So mm-hmm. who gives a fuck? You know, the only band that really bugged me with that was Chromax because they played so often and they played one album. Yep. Whereas, like, I was Youth okay of, with that. Youth of Today, Gorilla Biscuits, all those bands. They played from their whole discography. Well, Most. Gorilla Biscuits would do a couple of Civ songs. Yeah, too. yeah. So mm-hmm. they it wasn't and then just Civ started or is, doing the uh, sets playing or like I guess the Gorilla Biscuits. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, they would yeah. play some Gorilla Biscuits. Yeah, yeah. So, and fucking <laughs> play Black so, and Blue. I think. Yeah, whereas you would go see Chromax, you're just like, all right, Age of Quarrel. I'm like, that's uh, that's not even the record I want to hear. You want to hear Best Wishes? Yeah, I love Best Wishes. Now, I know I've asked you this. If JJ would have sang on Best Wishes, would it be better than Quarrel? Mm, I think he's definitely the lesser singer. See, I, I prefer I prefer Age of Quarrel, but I think it's like dead silent. If he would have sang on Best Wishes, I think it would be fuck. a I think it would be a way different sounding record. Yeah, like, yeah. like I can't picture him singing the only one. Yeah. Okay. Like how Harley gets like that almost like croon. Then their yeah. styles are so fucking yeah. different. Like I don't know. I don't, well, I'm Team Harley. Same. Like especially same post yeah 2020. Oh no, like like I'm goes going, I'm saying. going on record as yeah. saying yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm definitely Team Harley. Um, yeah. But at the same time, yeah, like JJ singing like Death Camps would like I well I've heard it I've seen him do yeah, it live he's, yeah he's um because alive. Did you see Chromax when it was him and JJ Harley? Yeah, the, mm-hmm. at the truck, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and it was great. I saw the uh, with like Vision of Disorder that. and some couple others. Yeah, yeah. and Bad Brains, Bad Brains, and well, ba- Soul, Brains. Soul Brains. Soul Brains. I saw mm-hmm. this set where uh, that Hellfest set too. Oh, that year I had gone with uh, my buddy was working for Radio Takeover, and they had like a booth there yeah and they were like yo you know hellfest is canceled yeah, yeah. it was it was the it was the year it was outside where it was like they had that uh shitty misfits lineup chromags yeah uh, yeah i don't the know shitty uh, misfits Rick, lineup is Rick all sky played and alex sang under the stage the entire time it was great that band was so good yeah that alex is easily legend yes that band was so legend good I really depressed. Shout out Word Edge two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> it really fucking bugs me that that band didn't get bigger. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. But uh, and he should be doing something as yeah. a front, right? Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Nah, I don't think he. I we follow but, like I, bro, he's on social media. Yeah, but I'm cool with like those bands not releasing new material. But but like even like bands like Agnostic Front and Sick of It All who still tour. I'm like you guys. If you stop making new records, everybody's going to be fine with it. You got yeah. like 10 fucking albums you can draw from, you know? Yeah, hey, the sick of it all thing's weird because Lou, I remember seeing an interview with Lou and he kind of talked about how people would usually catch on about two records later. So in mm-hmm. other words, they'd put out an album, nobody would care. Yeah. And then 
two records later, people would be like, oh man, why don't you play stuff off of yeah, yours like, truly? The fuck or were you like four years yeah, ago? Yeah, but I mean, I get if, if, as someone who wants to create stuff, I get wanting to do new, yeah, but it's just tough. Yeah, just because, go again, to Europe. Go to Europe and do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Play those songs in Europe. Yeah, like like people don't. There's bands way younger than Sick of It All that go that fucking around. Do that, yeah. yeah. But it's 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 a slippery but, slope to do new stuff because sometimes it doesn't work out. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Remember the new DYS songs? Yeah, it's oof. like don't do LPs anymore. Write twenty write twenty songs, narrow it down to a seven inch. There you go, and you know people maybe actually want to hear those songs live. Like, I remember um, Killing Time putting it out a seven inch not long ago, well, less than 10 years ago, and it was actually good. Hmm. And I was like, but do I want to hear these live? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. But I think some bands have earned the right to take a knee. Like, sick of it all, Agnostic Ronald. You guys got plenty of shit to choose. Yeah. From, man. Yep. Some of the like, best. just give us a seven inch every five I agree. years. And, and, and you wouldn't even say they're coasting. Like, they work, no. They oh, work their yeah. asses off. And, they're, and they're still fucking going yeah. wild on stage. They're still, they're not phoning it in or anything. But then there's other bands. I'm like, no, I really wish you would take a knee. <laughs> like, I really wish you would just I'm stop trying to it. think of other, like, DYS is always the first one that comes to mind where I'm like, oh, that would have been a, a stone better left <laughs> unturned. I mean, no offense, you know. Yeah, what, uh, they played, it was a. Uh, Barbary and it was like, at, what, wasn't it like empty? I didn't. I didn't go. Probably. Yeah. You know, some of that stuff. It's like, yeah, don't. Well, there was a new it's Gorilla like put, Biscuit seven inch. Remember? Yeah. The one that when they I did that, that existed. Most people did. But the song I remember it was a one song. Was I was. Too, I'm. I wasn't into it. But oh, I, I, I don't remember being, being right. offensive. But I don't remember it being good or memorable. No. I've yeah. said this, but I feel like only the only bands from DC. Seem to be able to write new music, and it's like good. Hmm. Like Dag Nasty did the seven inch with Sean Brown a couple mm. of years ago, and it's really good. Oh, I mean, anything Sean Brown. Um, yeah, uh, but I mean, I like the new Soul Side. Um, There's new Soul Side. Yeah, and like that stuff. For some reason, they, I don't know, they have some kind of little magic power where it's like, it still sounds pretty good. I think it's also it depends if you've gone a long time without putting something out, you probably have such a backlog of riffs in your head, like ri- recorded or in your head. You got a lot to choose from. Whereas let's say you're like a band, like I haven't been excited about a Madball album in about 20 years. Right. So, and they put out something like every two years. So if you're like putting out some every two years, you're not putting out your best stuff. You're putting out what you've accumulated over two years. Whereas someone like say Soulside, when was the last time Soulside put like out a 89, record? Eighty nine. So yeah. exactly. So mm-hmm. he's has from eighty nine till twenty twenty three worth of riffs. He's like, I'll just take the best ones I have, and that'll be the record. And you, it's going to come out way better because yeah. he's also had that long time to fine tune things and fix it up, dust it off. Whereas if you feel like you're constantly obligated to put out a record every one to two years eventually you're just, the quality is going to get diluted as fuck. And I always wonder, like, are people buying... I mean, and this is no disrespect to Mayaball or Sick of It All, because, you know, we're all, I know we're all fans of both. Yeah, but, but... Like, are people, like, chomping at the bit for new music? Because I feel like when I see them, no they're playing at, all the when they play When they play... And when they do play new songs, people are just kind of like... Yeah. Like, no one's fucking going ape shit for something off the last LP of any of those bands. So I was like, all right. Like, they'll probably, like, listen to it, maybe buy it, listen to it once, or just not even buy it, just stream it, listen to it, and then just forget about it. Yep. 
I've done it. Yeah. I mean, I mean let's yeah, be I'll real. Be guilty of it too. Even with even not hardcore bands, bands that have been around a long time, I'm like super hot, done it. Like I'm thinking about Hot Water music. Like yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't really. Their new stuff is whatever to me. Like, good on them for still doing it. And, yeah. And, but like, I want to hear No Division, and I want to hear Fuel for the Hate Game, and mm-hmm. uh, Forever and Counting, or Flight in a Crash, even or whatever. Now, Alkaline Trio. Have you guys <clears throat> run oh, into the thing of like bands that you love getting back together to play shows, and do you get sent the sense of dread when they're like, "Oh, by the way, new music's coming." Because you're just like, please no. don't fucking suck. Yeah. No, please because God I, don't suck. Yeah. Because I'm so happy to see them in that moment that I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Shut no, up. No, no, no. This is after you've seen them when they come back. Oh, yeah. Because the best time, like the, posting about the, it, the best yeah. time to see a reunited band is before they write new music. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So like, mm. and and again, sometimes the new music's really good. Like I'll use Quicksand as an example. Yeah. Like their new records are fucking um, really good. They're yeah. really good. But but like when you first when they first got back together and I saw them it was just stuff off Slip and Manic Compression yeah mm-hmm. and that's like the shit grew up you know we grew up with yeah um, same with like Lifetime I remember being I wasn't too scared because Dan has such a good track record of yeah music and then the Lifetime album was great yeah um, so there was stuff like that but yeah sometimes I'm like. I don't know. Like, if I don't should be know doing... if like this is your wheelhouse. It might be yours, but Botch got back together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I was a huge Botch fan, right? Yep. And they played a bunch of shows. Of course, they didn't go because they're all on the fucking West Coast. But mm-hmm. then and they put out North, yeah. a new song, and I was like, "Fuck, new Botch. This could be cool." And then it fucking wasn't. No. It was <laughs> no. dreadful. And I was just like, "Gosh." I, Shit. It's an EP, I think, right? Isn't it two songs? I think so. Yeah, I, I, I listen that kind of band. I feel like would be so from what I remember of what Botch sounds like. like yeah, like it seems like to do that. None of that. Yeah, it's just old. Like, it'd be tough. It's just bland. It depends. It sounds like a third-rate Botch cover band. I was. Hmm. I listened to it in the car one time. I was like, like it was depressing, about, and I was like, this. Stinks. Same thing happened to me with uh, Bloodlet. They came, they did like another seven inch a couple never, years ago. I remember that. Yeah. I loved them. And that the new one, I was just like, eh, I've tried multiple no. times. I just can't. Javier from my yeah. pod. He's, see, Javier's more in your wheelhouse of oh. stuff, like the metallic stuff. I like all of it, man. But yeah, I love me some fucking Bloodlet. But that was another thing. Even when Bloodlet was like a full on active band, like you, like they would come through and play shows and. Half the people at the show would just go outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've definitely but been the, at Bloodlet. But shows. the half that stayed in were fucking stoked. Like they were fucking into it. Like no one was just kind of like fly on the wall. The people that stuck around, but I prefer that. That's yeah. what that's what happened with <laughs> yeah. like, no, I'm well. serious. Like I prefer no, like I I'd rather see somebody where it's like a small amount of people super psyched. Instead of like you see a thousand people and five hundred of them are just like yeah. That's exactly what happened when they played a three eighty nine a few years ago or a couple that long time ago now. They, but they've also always been a band where they were always the odd man out on the shows I saw them on, except when I did see them with Dead Guy. Like that was the only time they've ever been like they've always I've always seen them come through with bands that were, they just didn't fit. Yeah. Well, they toured mm. with Walleye, right? Yeah. At one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yep. it just it just didn't fit anything. I was like Jesus Christ and. So it just, they're really good, but they would, like, this sounds horrible to say, but it would suck the energy out of the show. Because mm-hmm. it was always like a tonal shift yep. and shit like that. And you're just like, ah, oh, I man, get this it. Is. 
You, you know, new, new Caven stuff is really good, too. Oh, that dude... I'm sorry, that fucking guy can do no goddamn wrong. Yeah, like, like it's really good. Like, I was... Hmm. I, you don't like it? Hmm. I don't. Ah. I, I, I like it. I don't love it. Yeah, that's fine. Dude, I remember when people got really mad... When someone was like, "Yo, the new K," this is years ago. Like, there don't, there's no metal on the new record. Like, it sounds like failure. I'm like, well, yeah. well, failure rules. I'm yeah, saying. this. I'm like, I'll try this out. And I was just listening to the. It was uh, Jupiter. It was the record, and I mm-hmm. listened to it, and I was just like, this is better than all the metal Caven. A lot of people's this favorite Caven pe- record is Jupiter. Uh, I love I'd, I'd seen them at the forty forty with like Rainer Maria or something. Yeah, like some. And like they, I was like, "How's this? Why is this happening?" Yeah, why? And then, he's, and then, then I was Jupiter like, "Ah, stuff. shit!" <laughs> and then also when they played, uh, they opened for Neurosis and Candiria at the truck. Yeah, and was when he brought was out the, when he brought out the, the laser uh, thing, the, the, the yeah, the, the laser gun. He kept doing yeah. slides, and I was like, "Nah, no." Nah. Well, it's funny because that's just bummed a lot of people yeah, out I, there. I love. I can't. I came here to mosh until yeah. your heart stops. Yeah. I love. Yeah, it's great. And yeah. um, I actually just put it on recently because they did the reissue. Yeah, and I was like, "This is like this is a legitimate that. classic, absolutely release. Like it's flawless." And you know, he does some clean singing on yeah. it. But then I remember getting creative eclipses, and it was before the internet. It was before the internet, and I'm like, all right, it's gonna get. It's, he's gonna start screaming soon, and nope. I was like, oh, the first song's like, still waiting. And then the whole thing, and I was <laughs> I, at the waiting. time, I was bummed. Now I I love it, but I was even bummed, and I'm the guy that likes like the pop. Yeah. You know, but I was I love that until your heart stops so much. Yeah. That it took me a long time to accept that other side of them, but I love that other side. I love. When I heard Creative Clips was first, then Jupiter, and, and even Antenna after it was really good. I thought it was really good. The only thing I didn't like was the way the dude... Like, granted, Philadelphia is full of fucking complete and total shitbag assholes when it comes to heckling. <laughs> when they first did this shift and they would come through and start playing, of course, the, you know, the popular stuff... People would be just heckling, like, play this one or play that, play Juggernaut. Yep. I, yep. Nope. I, yep. And instead <laughs> of just. Like, Larry's like, that was me. Yeah. And, 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 and Random Maria show, I kept being like, Juggernaut. Yeah. It's like, who say that? I was like, me. It's like, I it's am. Me. I'm, I'm here. I'm here to the left. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only, look at, this room's empty. Dude. I'm the only you guy that's in the fucking room. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only guy not eating mozzarella sticks right now. All right. <laughs> and like, he would just be like, <sighs> and there was a few times, actually, no, I saw it was either Baltimore or DC when they actually had cut pretty much bullied into like finishing their set with juggernaut sure and you can just tell they're all just like Ugh. we're gonna do it but like and here's the thing not gonna yeah, they, not gonna they like phoned it. it in and it was still super awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah like and another thing i did i hate seeing is when bands come back and you can tell that they just got a check and like mm. their heart is just not fucking in it, dude. And you're just like, I would rather you guys just stayed gone. Yeah. First time Snapcase came back. Oh my god, it was so bad. It was. Where, where was that at? It was in Philadelphia. Was it, this this is, hardcore? is hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, I'd heard that. Yeah, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I yeah. I, I loved. I looked forward to that set. So did I. Day. I mean, I still do. Like you said, progression through unlearning, especially and if you would, if, you if you watched if you watched the awesome. set by just staring at the crowd, great. But if you watch the band themselves playing it. It's depressing. They're all, you can just, all of them had that look on their face like, I could be playing 
Xbox right now. Yeah. Or I could be <laughs> that was missing a, my know, daughter's recital. That was, that was <laughs> yeah. a union transfer show too. <laughs> it's, it's like, it was, yeah. It's like Tim's got a fucking t-ball game. I got to go to that tomorrow morning. It'll be out late tonight. This fucking sucks. <laughs> Chris on, from This Is Hardcore. I think the year before, people were like clamoring for Snapcase for years to cut to get to play This Is Hardcore. It was either the year before, or the year before that. There, um, he was explaining why people's dream bands were not playing yeah and he got to snapcase and he was like if the one guy would stop being a race car driver maybe they could play <laughs> is one of them a race car driver i guess i just thought it was the funniest sentence the bass player uh dustin's a cool guy he's like a big fan of our pod Fuck and yeah. like he likes like um he's really into like you know the minneapolis stuff that i like husker do replacements and all that um but i think he joined i believe his first record was the one after progression. Like he joined after progression. Uh, designs recorded. for automation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think he did Because he was in, in thread, Threadbare. Threadbare, yeah. yeah. I think he did time in fucking Boyce That's Fire, too. Sorry. Afterwards, he yeah. I'm sorry ha- that he too. may have. <laughs> that fucking band. Oof. Not not far from. Yeah. Where we, we're, we're sitting right now with the studios. For, pay for my kids' rehab. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, like, uh, oh, fuck out of here. Something. <laughs> you're from Newark, Delaware. Like, motherfucker, you're from Northeast Maryland, dude. Like, get out of here. It's a big difference, I know. I was uh, never a fan, if I, have, if I have to be honest. I hate, I hate Boys That's Fire <laughs> so fucking much. They were, I loved when they'd be on shows, though, because I'd be like, all right, I, mean, I know when I can go get pizza. Oh, exactly. But it, the heckle was great in Delaware. I, I, was, I was a fan. Of I mean, course. a lot of people first, love first, the, the demo, initial first record, the initial yeah, era, the initial, right? And then when they victory, I wasn't. The, the first I was time I actually saw them, they opened for Fugazi. Huh. And you know how Fugazi always had a thing where they would never ha- play a show where the door price was higher than five bucks? Mm-hmm. Huh. For years after that, Boys Says Fire just started jocking that shit. Oh. They, then they, as, as soon as they played with Fugazi, they started yelling at kids for moshing <sighs> and stuff like that. And like that's I'm like, all right, dude, get your own personalities. Or how about? And then they went to Europe, and we're like, wait a second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, uh, Germany. Oh, all cool. right. What I heard is that they came back with British accents. Yeah. Really. Fucking so all I know corny. is their, their singer came out of the closet, and then oh, five years later, he was married to a woman and had children, and then he came out of the closet again about a year ago. It didn't take. And I was just like. <laughs> Yeah, you already did that in like '98, dude. Yep. Like we know. I remember. I remember that. So, so he used to talk about it constantly on stage and stuff. We played he did a lot of talking on stage. Uh, <laughs> what was the band? He he did like a metal band with his son, and then uh, I know you're talking about. We put we played, the guitar player from Boys Fire also did yeah. a metal band with his son. We played Mojo. Th- Oh, it's called the, um, Mojo Thirteen. Casting out? No, 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 no. That I know who you're talking about. I can't uh, place it. I am Heresy. Yep. That's what they were that's called. Them. We played with them at, and it was, yeah. It, yeah. It was, I was like, I mean, it's pretty cool. You're playing in a band with your kid, but I'll tell you what, I definitely yeah, don't he, want to play in a band with my son. Yeah. It's, like you, you want to see like a 40 year old playing with a bunch of like 18 to Like it's cool that you're doing it. Like that's I don't. weird to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm that's good. weird to me. It's like, oh, we needed somebody to take us home after the show type thing. But <laughs> it's funny. Uh, we're talking about heckling. Voices uh, Fire was always just. Granted, they had good messages when it came to their politics and stuff, all right? It was it's fine, but it would be five minutes of the message and then a two-minute song and then another five-minute message and then, like, a three-minute song. And you're like, all right, man. Even the most political bands I've ever seen in my life have done this maybe two, like, rants 
per set, and everything else is jams. It's to the point where people used to bring. You probably remember this poster boards. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, next song, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These uh, these uh, kids that lived uh, in Christiana, though, are the McCurdy brothers. Remember them, Little Mutants. They, yeah, Little yeah mutants. I, I think yeah. Robbie sure. McCurdy brought his own PA to a show, <laughs> set it up in the back of the fucking venue. I think it was St Andrew's Church, and just like. He would just start talking, you know, the fucking <laughs> like like between songs, and he would ride and just be like, <laughs> <laughs> and just like so like, and there's like you hear like you like like and people you know need to start standing up and you start boring. <laughs> just shit like Reminds me of uh, like Dwight on the Dundies. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so fucking, and it was like they would just first like they like they would just get all huffy and puffy about it. But they had just gotten a new bassist, and for some reason he was cool because he was just like, like you, you could see him just like <laughs> yeah, laughing was, into his shoulder. Was, uh, it was a kid from another band. I want to say he was in Snapcase. No, the bassist. It it was. Uh, it wasn't that dork. Kill quota. Okay. He was in Kill Quota oh, with, with Joey uh, and Joey Shane. and yeah. Shane because it wasn't right? that dork uh, Daryl Hyde anymore. Is all no, with no, the Varsity no. Jack. He had oh, the. No. See, that was the thing. I was like, especially as a teen, I was like. Why is this dude with a straight edge varsity jacket like he should be doing a band that sounds like hands tied? Yeah, like I'm like I yeah, want to see like you know. Uh, and when I first met him, I was a straight edge kid from Delaware, and he had a Delaware straight edge varsity jacket. And I was like, yeah, oh, what the so fuck? Bad. Yeah, it was like bad, it was, I remember. I remember what was named Daryl, right? Daryl yeah, Hyde. Yeah, he yeah. lived. Uh, he ended up when he moved to Philly. He lived with a friend of mine. I don't think he did anything musically after that. He did Knives Out. Oh, okay. was he in that? And then he did. Uh, oh shit! He did that band they did after with the the first singer Dillinger Escape Plan. It was oh, called, uh, um, Tokyo, I think. That's it. Yeah. I didn't know fucking Daryl High was in that. Yeah, show. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. They never had any recordings. That he right. was a fucking Tokyo. Asshole. I think had a demo. Excuse me. Daryl's a fucking asshole. I I did not like anybody in that fucking band. But it's crazy. They're huge in your. Oh yeah. Like you watch and you're like. You see, I've seen video. It's like thousands of people just like I think bouncing. Like, like I used to get annoyed with them when they would play Delaware just because the shows. Just as they would always just they were just annoying people, and I was like, but everybody else fucking loved them. But then I remember seeing them in Philadelphia, and also uh, College Park, Maryland, and it was the same shit. People were just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, just like tapping their wrists and shit. Like, come on, like fucking, like just move along. Oh, I think God the only it. time I saw him in Delaware, uh, the movie Life played. Mm. They I used fr- to play St. Andrew's Church. Like they always, I think it was there. Because there we they could only book them at St. Andrew's because that's when they were like at their peak. Yeah, I'm pretty sure so that's you, you couldn't it do it at the smaller places. It just wasn't possible. They're uh, another one that like broke up and then got back together and then broke up. Like, yeah. I feel and like now they, they just play. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And just now, don't say you're breaking up. I never yeah. understood. Like, just just go away. Just yep. Just like don't do anything. Or and don't then, say anything at all. Just, like just, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, just say, go it's away. It's our first show in a couple years, and like, that's all you got to say. And we're like, all right, cool. You know, yeah. But now they're just making know. a big to do out of it. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand. But it. Nobody asked. Well, yeah, the last time I saw Nathan Gray, he was just coked out of his mind at a fucking college party in uh, Newark. And the funny thing is, at the point, I think even I was like 30 and too old to be there. <laughs> and he's older than me. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, dude, this is sad as fuck. He was living with, he was at a party. Do you remember that dude that used to work at uh, Burt's Records? Uh, Lee? Yeah. With yeah. the dreadlocks? He was mm-hmm. uh, over his house. And I was just like, this fucking dude. Shugged out of his fucking mind. Just was that the house right off Main Street? 
Yeah. 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 It was a Lee and that girl Maria lived there. Yeah. But uh, on to some jocularity. Mm. Are we doing news or are we doing the other thing? I've got news. You got news? Mm-hmm. I like news. You guys like current events? I, I love do. Fucking events. stokes on that shit. It's the best way to have events. I love current events. I get all my current events from you guys. Aw. Nice. That's, I, that's, <laughs> how I know, that's how I know what's going on I in the world. I get all from him. Yeah. <clears throat> so, a man in Wayne County, Michigan, allegedly, uh, let's see. he. Fl- I, I'm, I'm trying to see what he stole. Wait, wait what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Come on, Thomas. He was in a police chase. That's what it was. And to flee from the police, he went into a Walmart and put on a uniform and tried to blend in. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of a sick hack. Like a Walmart uniform or a police uniform? (laughs) Well, Walmart, they just wear a a Navy vest. Right. So you can just grab How good would it be if he was like, you know, I'm going to be the fucking greeter. Fuck these guys. Let's see if I can pull this one off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to try to be the guy. Hey, thanks for coming today. But they would know he wasn't real unless he was like 80 or older. Yeah, it's true. Like, you're too young to be a greeter. Because so, I thought he was like saying like he changed like into a cop. <laughs> I thought like a Halloween. No, yeah. Like that. It's around Halloween, Halloween right? Is he at Spirit Halloween? <laughs> a, no, a, a state police helicopter was patrolling the area near... Uh, Ford Road and Mercury Drive in Dearborn, Michigan, and troopers noticed a Dodge Charger driving recklessly. Police tried to perform a traffic stop, but the 20-year-old Redford man did not stop. The helicopter continued to follow the vehicle, which was reported stolen, for about 45 minutes as he traveled through the roadways. And then the police say the man parked the in the Dearborn area Walmart parking lot, went inside the store, and tried to disguise himself as an employee. That's hmm. sick. Way too young to be a greeter then, 20. Yeah. I think he should have just stayed out and pushed cars. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. like Mr. Jones get on the floor. It's like, as you can see from my name tag, my name is not Mr. Jones. It's actually Laszlo. <laughs> and uh, please enjoy your shopping trip here today. He was identified by troopers in the back storeroom, and the suspect <laughs> ran through the store again until he was taken into custody by the door. The suspect pretty much checked all the boxes for what we have been seeing lately. Police uh, Lieutenant Mike Shaw stated in a post on Twitter, reckless driving, failing to stop for police, and having a stolen car. But yet again, you can't outrun a helicopter. So now he's in jail. All the signs, what, being a badass dude? (laughs) I mean, tight as fuck. I'm all break from the layaway department, man. Like, (laughs) I just imagine, like, (laughs) trying to drink my coke. He's just, like, stuck in, like, cereal boxes, like, (laughs) <laughs> and, and the cops like run past them and all of a sudden one of the cops is like wait a minute Blake backs up I don't know what the average duration of a police chase is but 45 minutes sounds like a pretty long, long time yeah, yeah. I mean the guy was probably running out of stamina so he's like fuck I got things think on his feet grabs a smock Dude, this guy's a fucking innovator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to give you got to give some credit. Yeah, like knock some time off his sentence. You know, he should have got away with it. Knock it to murder, too. He would have gotten away with it. (laughs) If it weren't for those meddling cops. (laughs) Cops. like, instead of calling it time serves, like, time being a rascal. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we got a teacher fired after asking students to write their own obituaries on the day of an active shooter drill. Damn, goth teacher. Yo. <laughs> just bumping Sisters of Mercy, just like, <laughs> students, you're all going to die soon. How do you want to be remembered? You're like, oh. Did he do it, like, the teacher do it in response to the school shooting? Like, well, you know, these are so rampant, oh. may as well, like, or was it a, just a horrible coincidence? Do we know? I think 
it, I, it, if he's a, he's on the faculty, I gotta say he probably knew the thing was coming. Dude, just a depressed janitor. This is what happens when you don't let teachers drink on the job. <laughs> yep, going back to a yeah. couple few weeks yeah. ago. You gotta what, have their spicy coffee, dude. What state was it in? Arkansas. I saw the sheet. I won't cheat. Arkansas. Get I think close. Greg's obviously in the right area. Mm-hmm. Florida. Yep. Florida. Florida's right. No yeah. shit. Psychology. It's te- East Arkansas, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, sure, the, they call it the Arkansas of the South. Exactly. Psychology. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> the Arkansas to the left. <laughs> I'm still on this teacher. Like, did did anybody actually write their own obituary? That would be kind of funny. Like, just to why do I think that's like a sick idea? Like, I, actually, it's a super sick wait, idea. It, how, this means it actually doesn't make make a difference. What grade? Eleventh through twelfth. It's right around the time and you, you know, get real angsty. Well, that's when you were like an angsty, more than little piece of shit. You yeah. probably already had one written in your mind, if not your journal. <laughs> Can you imagine one of them yeah. just like, oh, Fuck yeah, I already got dad. it right here. It's like <laughs> way ahead of you. <laughs> Easiest grade ever. It's like I had to update a few references since this is like five years old, but you know, here you go, dude. Oh, Greg. Yeah, it's like, Dude. Psychology teacher Jeffrey Keene told NBC News he believes he used proper judgment for the assignment for the 11th and 12th graders during first period Tuesday at Dr. Phillips School in Orlando. It got at him early, high school. too. Yeah, dude, right? I know. That, first period of the day. Not even being funny. I pictured this being like an after lunch like, assignment. Yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, Mr. Keene, switch to decaf. Jesus Is there a Christ. picture of the teacher? I th- thought I saw a picture. If Let's he doesn't see. look like Robert Smith, I'm going to be pissed. No. He looks like Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's in, in black. It's like After, Santa okay. in mourning. I was right. After being told about the drill on Monday, he said he felt the obituaries would help the students reflect on their lives during the school shooter scenario. Yeah, he could just say he was making a statement about the current political climate. This and isn't, people call him a hero. This I'm isn't a way to upset you or anything like that, he recalled telling his class of 35. It wasn't to scare them or make them feel like they were going to die but just to help them understand what's important in their lives and how they want to move forward with their lives and how they want to pursue things in their journey. So he was trying to get all fucking... So it was just bad timing. <laughs> Awful timing. I don't know. Awful you know, we're chalking up to a bed. You know, we're yeah. just having a rough one. You know? By s- it was a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Monday. By second period... Keene, who'd just been hired in January, said students from that class were telling him that they were being interviewed by school officials about the assignment. And then before the end of seventh period, he was fired. <laughs> it would actually be, it would have been, it would have been funny if they were, there was like a post note, like, he actually was the janitor. <laughs> like, 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 there's no Mr. Keene at this, <laughs> in this district. <laughs> Man, we, so he only lasted like... A day. Eight weeks? Something he was like hired that. in January? Let's when see. did this happen? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. So oh, month, literally, yeah. a, literally. A, a handful month. of months. Let's see. You imagine going home to your family if he has family. Got fired today. Tell him. Fell off the jetway again. This might be telling. Keen said, if you can't talk real to them, then what's happening? Then what's happening in this environment? Yeah, it's dangerous minds. You it, know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta turn your seat around. <laughs> exactly, and you man. gotta put your hat on backwards. Yeah. yeah. Keen sixty three. In my mind, I've done nothing wrong. He said he was a new hire and not a member of the teachers union, and thus has no recourse to reverse the district's decision. I don't know about um, you, but it sounds like me like he's more of a drama teacher. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. 
Wait, he's 63? 63. Like, do you ever look at a picture like he that definitely and go, lives fuck, alone. we look older than we think we look. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, to me, I'm yeah. like, I'm like that dude's like 75. Yeah, definitely. Maybe he, yeah, he probably that, that look there is probably about three years off for me. <laughs> Only his hairline's way more respectable than mine. It is a good hairline. Well, if you're a, a teacher, hairline. would you? Is that something you would do? Have him Dude, write obituaries? Like 11, 11th to 12th grade. Yeah. Like depends on what you're what what you're teaching. Like if you're teaching like a creative writing class. I think it's a fucking great assignment. Psychology. Yeah. Yeah. Even that. Oh, he taught psychology. Yeah, I mean, yes. real talk. Like I think. You know, it's not like yeah, it's not like he was teaching art. <laughs> it's like still it wasn't a Spanish class. Class. It's like, all right, get away from the pottery wheels. We're gonna write our obituaries. You know, it's like, oh fuck, dude. Or the gym teacher, I can't Johnson, even... <laughs> climb down from that rope. <laughs> Shower up. Yeah, <laughs> we got work to do. It's like <laughs> there's actually no psychology class in this curriculum, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, but like, at least it was 11th and 12th. Like, imagine if like, oh, it was kindergartners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I guarantee you. Like, your I, like, I was making a statement about modern society. People are like, yeah, well, can't fo- can't win wrong. them all. They can't the, all be winners. The little kids at the special book bags. Then as soon as like, Timmy, yours was the best. Then the guy just blows his own brains out. <laughs> oh, man. It's just like, fuck. I sent you that video of the, the girl. It's like, do you mind if I finish myself off? Yes! And he's like, he's Dude. like, no, go right ahead. And she's <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, oh man, that was just out of this world. Also off the side here, bang. Uh, I saved that video on my Instagram and I watch it probably on a weekly basis. Yeah, it's, it's a really good it's video. like, yeah, do you mind if I finish myself off? I'm just really close. So, oh yeah, go for it. And he's yeah. just like, oh, that sure was something. Just pop. It's like, <laughs> like I really think like he probably just would have R Bud Dwyer right after like giving like the last grade in his class. You guys have made me a happy teacher. I just like oh I placed an envelope on each year. I don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> now kids stay seated, I don't want anybody to get hurt. This thing can hurt you. Yeah, it's fucking great, dude. I got one more story. Okay. This seems like something Dennis would do if you pull if you pursued a... Uh, uh, what's it called? Later education? I barely before the early education. Right. Am I right? Mm-hmm. So uh, t- a teenager <clears throat> uh, applied to a college and the college wrote him a rejection letter. Damn. And he answered the rejection letter with the rejection, rejecting the rejection. Damn. What if they were like, you, you got us on a technicality. <laughs> yeah. You're, You're in. in. You're right. That's, that's, like like that's like a Christopher Nolan movie, dude. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Rejection. Yeah, like, rejection. Like, honestly, if, if this were the '90s, that would be like Haley Joel Osment would be in that. <laughs> yeah. like he would be. He would be the kid writing he was the rejection. Accepted the whole time. Yeah. It's no surprise that receiving college rejection letters, especially from a top school, can be extremely disheartening. However, one high school student chose to actually respond to a letter of rejection she had received from a rather prestigious university and refused to take the denial of her acceptance upon uh, upon their upcoming freshman class. This isn't a picture of her. This is just some fucking Uh, Y.O. on TikTok. So she applied to Duke. 
in, in March 2015, Shaban Odell, a 17-year-old high school student, received her long-awaited decision from Duke University. Instead of hoping for an acceptance, she was disappointed to have received a rejection letter and wasn't going to be part of their 2015 freshman class. Instead of being upset by the rejection, Odell decided to do something unique and responded directly to Duke University's admission staff. Odell also decided to share the email response on her Tumblr page, which quickly went viral. What did it say to say, y'all corny? It's yeah. Just nah, a middle finger. Just, I got it. Nah. <laughs> no. JK. Nah. Yeah. Nah. After careful consideration, I regret to inform you that I am unable to accept your refusal to offer me admission <laughs> into the fall 2015 class. The high school senior joked that she had been fortunate enough to receive other rejection letters from the best and brightest universities in the country. Despite Duke's outstanding success in rejecting previous applicants, you simply did not meet my qualifications. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Therefore, I will not be attending Duke University's 2015 freshman class. That'd be funny, though. Yeah, seriously. It's like, yo, I just read this whole letter and I see what y'all are saying, but nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> that's more your that's speed. Gonna, that's nah. like, that ain't gonna work for that's me. That's like uh, <laughs> when George Costanza's girl, he tries to break up with his girlfriend, she won't let him. <laughs> She's like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> or when he got fired and he kept going in. Yeah, that's what Larry David actually did that. That's oh. based off of a real uh, Damn, of story. Because that's what, well, that's what, what I girl, thought, too. This girl, she she should just show up. up. Yeah. Start moving. All right? <laughs> yeah. So despite, or our, our, while Duke's, Duke isn't considered Ivy League, the institution is still known as one of the top schools in the country. Extremely selective when accepting applicants apparently duke's uh, right duke's acceptance rate is 8.9 percent for every 100 applicants only nine are granted admission duke promptly replied to odell's email and while they didn't change their mind and offered her an acceptance they attempted to clarify why their acceptance pool was as small (laughs) as it is i hope she keeps like going like a letter back and forth like for like a couple years I mean, I this was 2015, so yeah. yeah. It's like, I, yeah. And that little girl I grew up to be. <laughs> I read your response to my response. She's yeah. now on the board of Duke University. Yeah. <laughs> that girl's name? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> AOC. The world's sexiest Timberland stunt woman. I <laughs> just fucking great. It's like, obviously, she just kept it going. Just a huge letter chain for, like, yeah. years and years She should have done, like, this guy I knew who's homeless, lived near college in the, like, in underground... And then somebody's term yep. paper fell down there. <laughs> and then the he fuck? read it and he gave him advice and then yeah. slept outside in the van for a little, then eventually moved in. Patrick Dempsey was yeah. Yeah, yeah, part of yeah. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That took me way too fucking long. That took me way too fucking Madonna long. Madonna played in the background that yeah. song. Yeah, it was yeah. Oh Madonna. That's all I got. And that's when we knew. It was with honors. <laughs> <laughs> that took me way too long to figure. I'm like, what the fuck is Greg talking about? Like, what, like, wait a minute. Then as soon as you say I'm a janitor in high school. Then as soon as you said Patrick Dempsey, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> fuck me. All right. You guys ready to play a game? Yes. Always. Oh. Oh, All right, I so love this game so much. As, as you know, as listeners, we have a reoccurring segment on the show where we are going to read you some band names and as people with experience in hardcore you know yeah. these names are fucking stupid sometimes yeah this game is called is it euro you have to tell me whether or not this band is from europe or not from europe and 
bonus points if you can narrow down what country they are from, if they are Europe, or if you can narrow down, say, if they're American, what state they're from, or even or the lo- other one, their we'll, locale. If you get the continent right, we'll give it to you. Antarctica. It, it's, yeah. it depends. Yeah. <laughs> It depends. Is this off the metal database? Yeah, Encyclopedia ah, Mattel. I like the one you do better because it's. Do actual... you know how long it takes to cultivate those? Yeah, lists? yeah, no. Now I was a big uh, varied distribution catalog guy. Oh fuck so, yeah, yeah, same so, dude. Yeah, so yeah. like I, with yours, I know them. I can. I. I mean, I can. I was. Yeah. I was knocking them dude, down, dude. We, we may have to talk off air and submit some uh, names then. Oh, yeah. definitely. Because, dude, the, I think the, I still sec- have. the second time I did it, I actually had to hit up Janice and I think Matt to, like, look, I've only got about 10. I need, like, 10 more. Janice awful- probably had all of them in his fucking collection. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think I still have two very distribution catalogs. Most of the stuff I brought up yeah. on mine I that I did, yeah. I had the actual records. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like I like was... Like Janice would be like, oh, Piss Bucket? I have that 7-inch. <laughs> yeah. I have that 7-inch. I'm the only person that has a 7-inch because there was only one made. They were great. I have a test press. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And for the Patreon listeners, oh, yeah, dude. If the, if the band names are Super good, good enough to make the cut, we'll do a listening party later. Do the battle of the bands all around. Like yeah. what was it uh, heavy guitars? <laughs> I won't spoil it, but I will. You'd be surprised. You'd be shocked. The name is very misleading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would be shocked. You guys ready to play? I'm ready. Yes, absolutely. Oh. All right. First entry: Nature of the Beast. That's actually a sick name we talk about. It's European. Okay. I, I was going to say they're from uh, like Scandinavia somewhere. So Europe? Yeah. Okay. Fuck, I'll be odd man out. Non-Europe. Dennis is right. Ah. I'm rarely right. California. Okay. You're saying California? Any guesses, Greg? Japan. Okay. Nature of the beast, nature of the beast. Can I get a genre? Uh, death slash thrash metal, sorry. Yeah, see, that was I, I, think, I stick with. Not yeah, very yeah I think West Coast, but since he already said California, I'll go Washington State. Well, I'm giving Larry a point because they're from Palm Desert, California. Nice. Son of a bitch. There's one, one up your alley, maybe. Vegan black metal chef. <laughs> that's not like the genre that's the name that's the band, yeah. that's the uh, band I, name. I think I've seen the, on YouTube the, like they he like sings the songs as he's prepping things I'm gonna say they're from Norway or something yeah again. I'm gonna go Europe. Europe Europe so like he's Europe. making like a meatball sandwich while reading Mein Kampf and playing trebly metal yeah what, where's the sw- sweet I'm gonna say sweet I immediately thought Swedish chef so okay. I'm yeah. going Sweden Europe Europe I guess I'll be odd man out again and then I will say South America uh, you're Come only, to Brazil. You're only correct in that they're not Euros. Uh, Orlando, oh. Florida. Ah, what? Are you mm-hmm. sure that's not Europe? <laughs> <laughs> Are we really? You know, they call it the Europe of the South. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right. Oh, your yeah. cell, yourself. Spell that. Yeah, S-E-L or C. Your, Y-O-U-R-S, I mean, uh, C-E-L-L, oh. colon, yourself. Damn, that's saying you're your own prison, dog. This motherfucker is deep as the fucking Marianas Trench. Are we saying Euro or not Euro? I'm going not. Okay. I'm going not. Okay. I'm going to say they're from Phoenix, Arizona. So not oh. Euro. Yeah. I try to narrow it down as that's much like as the, I can. That's like the Western New Jersey. You all get a, <laughs> See, you going, all get a point. They're not Euros. Yes. I didn't even say which one I thought, dude. You didn't even really get a chance to answer, dude. Please. It's my show. No. Um. Jersey. I'll be. I'll, okay. Well, I'll say Jersey. Jersey. 
He he said, said so I'm gonna yeah. say I said Arizona. Uh, I'm gonna go like uh, like Maine, like North. Uh, Greg is close to Seattle, Washington. Uh, okay. Huh. Okay. So they're Does it give it a genre? <laughs> yeah, right? Drone slash doom metal. Okay. Huh. That's yeah. not a name I'd pick for a drone slash doom metal band. Yourself. All right. Dinosaur Doomsday. <laughs> uh, that band played at the Honker Burger. <laughs> And Doug. So wherever, so wherever, Be funny. So, <laughs> that band definitely has a back patch on Roger Klotz's jacket. Um, hey, funny. <laughs> I have a serious answer. Pangea. <laughs> Smash like you miss Pangea. Uh, God damn it, that's yeah. good. Oh, Dinos- what is it? Dinosaur, yeah, point, Dinosaur yeah. Doomsday. Uh, I give him a half point bonus. Point. That, that was, was just good. really that funny. Was good. Dinosaur Doomsday. I really hope every I'm single song is about that European. event. Not Euro. Okay. I'm going to say European. Okay. I'm going to say Japan again. So not Euro. Yeah. Okay. They don't believe in dinosaurs. They believe in kaiju. Greg and Larry get points because they're not Euros. Okay. Fuck I'll me. give you one more chance if you can narrow it down. It's not Japan. Okay. What type What what type of music? Groove metal. Groove metal. Of course there's groove in it. And oh, you said not Brazil, Euro. South America. Not Euro. Yeah, like Brazil. Okay. South America. Greg, comment. Detroit, Michigan. Canada. Ah, that was kind of close. That's pretty fucking close. It is pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I'll close. give you another half point. <laughs> it's like, what, 30 yards? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, what part of the mitten is Yeah, it? exactly. True. It's the one that comes back over. Yeah. The part where the frozen booger is. <laughs> we may have an entry for the list. Oh, shit, for the best of list? Bell Tower Sniper. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Oof. Oh, well, where did uh, higher learning take That's place? That's what I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> well, I guarantee you this man only existed in 1993. Yeah. Do it for the white race, Remy. Like, uh, oh, Bell no. Tower Sniper. The only band I couldn't get a genre for. Okay. Oh. Oh. I'm going to say can, they hail can, from you can guess what Atlanta, you Georgia. Do they hail or do they hail? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I, I take my answer back. Oh, I shit. might regret it. They are from like central Pennsylvania. So not Euro. Not Euro. Okay. Central Pennsylvania definitely is a good guess if it's something sketchy. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going not Euro. And okay. I'm going to go even more specific. Central. I've been saying Reading, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you want to narrow it down to the venue I'm, they I'm play at? Like I will give you their next two show dates, dude. <laughs> I will say also the United States, but I'm going to go with. I'll say Nebraska. All right. You're all right. They're all, they are from the United States, yes. and they're not Euros. And I'll give you all one more chance if you can narrow down the state, because none of you are right. Because we're the only people that have what type of mass music? shooters. It's the only one I couldn't uh, That's right. That's right. That's right. The only the one. The genre is awesome. Hmm. No. Oh, actually, it's a couple. Yeah. It's got to be like a fucking slam metal band. Um, I'm, I, you know what? I'm going... Uh, where the fuck? Georgia. Are- Okay. I'm going to say George. Oh, so okay. I'm Wait, going I'm going to be bummed if that's the answer because I'm going to say, uh, I'll say they are from West Virginia. I'm saying okay. the Bell Tower shit that happened in Higher Learning wasn't that based off something, I think, in California. So I'm going California. Bingo. Ah, yeah. town. Yeah. Whew. All right. Yo, remember that shit when fucking Buster Rhymes just started beating the fuck out yeah. of Nazis, dude? You're like, damn, Buster Rhymes is pretty fucking Because cool. <laughs> remember that fucking movie? They had this one gigantic Aryan dude in it. He looks like this dude I used to always see in Westchester. His name was like Nako. 
And he was like this badass dude the whole movie. You're like, he's going to fuck somebody up. He's going to yeah. fuck somebody up. He steps like onto a curb and Buster Rhymes just puts him out. Yeah. Just fucking out. I was like, fuck yeah. Okay. Then he was like, give me some more. Next entry. Sorry. <laughs> give me some more. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky. Was the greatest. What? Kentucky Fried Doom. <laughs> it's it's the U.S. Guess what genre they're, they are. <laughs> Guess what genre. <laughs> Chicken core. Gore slam. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny if they weren't a doom band. Are they Euro or not? Experimental stoner. So well, same fucking thing. I'm saying the obvious. It's a doom band from Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, I'm going, uh, yeah, not I'm Euro. going not well, Euro. Not well, Euro. Something that creative is going to be something really fucking on the nose. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say England. Okay. Uh, Larry and Greg are right there. Not Euros. Okay. I said not Euro too. Yeah, but it's your show. I mean, uh, you already yeah. win. Dennis. I don't know Dennis. these. I don't know <laughs> these. This is all new to me, too. Oh, you know you listen to this band. No, here's the thing. If they make the greatest of list, we actually, on Patreon, we sit down with like 20 bands that we thought the names were super, super insane, and we have a listening party of all the bands. I liked your Guess Who idea. That was... It's such... right over there. That's an amazing idea. Best $11 ever spent on eBay. Now, I, 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 we have. I, I would have let you borrow it. We, well, I'm, we're doing. I'm doing drunken Scrabble too. Okay, so I think we have a Scrabble oh, too. So fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Did you say Georgia? That was the last. One. Yeah, he said Georgia oh, on the oh, last yeah. bell, bell tower. Yeah, because I said shooter. So, so yeah, you said, said uh, I said Kentucky. You said Kentucky. Yeah, yeah I'll, I've, give you, I'll give you one more chance because you didn't say the right. Okay, you uh, I will say, but it's not Euro. Mm-mm. Tennessee. It's, it's America. Yeah. It's an okay. Uh, Texas, Tennessee, te- yeah. no Middletown, Connecticut. Huh. Oh, that doesn't make sense. No, that's stupid. Don't wor- the the one thing I've found that's consistent with this these lists is that it's always dumber than you think it is. Because <laughs> like if they're from Kentucky, it would almost like you'd be like, all right, yeah, right. Not the name I would choose, but <laughs> next up, spanking hour. <laughs> That's Euro. Okay. Spanking hour. Euro. Okay. I'm going to say not Euro. I'm not going to narrow it down yet. Dennis and Larry are right. Oh. Germany. I'm always like, Germany. I'm always like, if it's like something in English, I'm like, oh, it's got to be in one of the English speaking countries. It rarely is. Yeah. So don't ever let that thing is. Because every time I'm like, oh, it's obviously English-speaking country, and it's like Barcelona. Uh-huh. It's like, Bar- Barcelona. Barcelona. Spain? España. No, you're yeah. both wrong. Italy. Huh. It's the same thing. It's not at all. It's full of oily, swarthy gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Uncut gentlemen. My favorite kind. Uncut gentlemen. 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 Oh, fuck me. All right, ready? Yeah. Acid. UFO death cult. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't care. I just want to listen to it. <laughs> where, does, um, where does Tom DeLong live? <laughs> San Diego, yeah. California. This, it's a band with Tom DeLong, and they recorded the record in Joe Rogan's studio. <laughs> the mothership. And, and JJ <laughs> does backup vocals <laughs> on it. Hell yeah. Oh. So are we saying you're Pay or not you're going not What's Euro. the name again? Acid UFO death cult. Not no no. I'm well. Are we considering England Euro? That's the yeah. most Euro. Okay, then Euro because I'm going to say England. Okay. I'm going to say not Euro. Okay, but it's also not United States. I'm okay. going to say not Euro. 
Larry is right. Fuck. But they're not from the UK. I'll give you one more chance. Uh, oh. For a bonus point. Germany. No. No. Belgium. Italy again. Damn. Sons of fucking Italian. Italy taking all the good names. <laughs> here's here's one you you'll never expect. This is what caused Spaghettisburg. The battle of Spaghettisburg. <laughs> they took all the good names, so we just shot meatballs yeah. out. <laughs> we fought back. That's what we did. We were t- we were taking the names back. He's lost his leg. Rub pesto on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. Is that gangrene? Nah, it's pesto. <laughs> it sure is tasty. Ready? Alien fucker. Because <laughs> it's, it's like, like something my kid would call me. <laughs> like, alien fucker. You like, wouldn't, whoa. wouldn't be far off. Um, so it's like, <laughs> is it saying like you alien fucker, like in like you alien and you're a fucker, or that you, or fuck, you aliens. fuck aliens? Yeah, we don't know. See, this is something you could be doing in your podcast: is taking these bands, tracking them down, and having podcasts like <laughs> alien fuckers. Walk me through that. Just like explain where you came up with that. Well, there's aliens and there's fuckers. Euro or not euro? Euro. Euro. Yeah. Not euro. Greg is right. Oh, I'm going to say they're from Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, Ooh, shit. Pretty on the nose. <laughs> they're from Israel. Huh. <laughs> really huh. on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those are the chosen people. That's watch, true. Your, watch your tongue. I can laugh. That's I'm, why, I'm 9% Jewish. That's why, the, yeah. that's why the aliens visit them, because they are the chosen people. Did you people. do the, they, That's how they track you if you do one of those I know. things. You're well, just that's in a database. I'm well, just in the why, database. My spit. That's why the Jewish slaves built the pyramids so they can get a hold of the aliens to fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> it took thousands yeah. of years. Yeah, I see Stargate. <laughs> I, I see that shit, dude. You tell me Kurt Russell isn't a fucking son of Abraham, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, with that flat top. Yeah, I'm gonna preemptively add them to the list because they're gore grind. Oh, I want to hear it. I really hope there's this like gleep glorp like samples. And, like, <laughs> like, yeah. So we're we're about halfway through the list. These it's alien just that, fuckers, it's dude. It's just that Jetson song, that eep, op, oop. <laughs> or, op, op. <laughs> yeah, it's just that. And then, but just like a <laughs> fuck yeah. All right, I would listen to that. Malevolent sneaker tooth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Seriously, that's Jeremy Tingle. <laughs> Love sneakers. Has malevolent teeth. So Delaware. Okay, so not Euro? Not Euro, Delaware. I'm going to say I'm gonna say not Euro, but I don't think it's the United I'll States. I'll be the odd man out. I'll say Euro. Oh, you should have gone with not. They are from the U.S. Ah. It's Jerry Tingle's band. Can you narrow it down? I just did. <laughs> try, try, try again. He's going with Delaware. Washington. Malevolent sneaker sneaker what? Malevolent sneaker tooth. <laughs> What's the genre? Give me the genre. Uh, death. Just says death. <laughs> I'm assuming death like metal. Death. It's not specific, Dying. so Dying. Just the concept yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're so, that's how heavy they so are. So what what the teacher was from all Florida, made up, right? It's all, made, yeah, say, all made up. <laughs> all made up of kids who wrote their own obituary. <laughs> Yo, that's fucking that's a great EP. I'd buy it. <laughs> I'm saying they're from I'll go New England, New Hampshire. Oh, you're really close, actually. Providence, Fuck. Rhode Island. Huh. Oh, son of a bitch. I'll give you a half From point. From Cranston? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a half point because you're really close. Uh. All right. The Hobbits of the Shire. 
<laughs> well, it's pretty much in the name, isn't it? I mean, they wouldn't lie. Where's the Shire? Just that Bilbo. So I'm going to say uh, New Zealand. Okay. It's true. That's where the Shire is, man. Uh, uh, so that's not your. That's not Europe. Yeah, yeah. New Zealand's not in Europe. I'm going to say European. Okay. I'm going to say European as well. Greg is right. They're not Euros. But they're not from New Zealand? No. I'll give you another chance. Hobbits of the Shire. This has to be like either gothic metal or folk metal or like neo-pagan shit. Melodic yeah, it's, metal. It's, yeah, it's yeah. just death and June. I'm going to say Canada. Yeah, that type exactly. of like. They're from Canada. Not, I would Ooh, that's a good guess. Austin, oh, Texas. Oh, yeah, shit. That's yeah, not, uh, South, South Canada. Yeah, yeah, South Canada. Austin, huh. Texas. I would gar- yeah, I guarantee it's like a neo-folk band made up of white power dudes from black metal bands. Maybe that's this next band. You don't write. Oh. It's pretty spot uh-oh. on. I, I couldn't get a genre, but the band is called Deaf Indians. <laughs> um, yeah, but what is kind? Is it D-E-F? <laughs> yeah. Or yes. like deaf, like deaf leopard. It's yeah, deaf, like, that's exactly my like question. Like AF. And like, what kind of Indians? Are we talking like Native Americans? Or are we or, talking... Yeah, are we talking about the ones who make the best coffee? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that if they're naming the band that, they probably are thinking about Native Americans. So I'm yeah okay I'm with you. So I'm saying the Euro not or not Euro. I'm okay. saying they also probably don't live anywhere near any actual Indians, whether it be indigenous or from India. I'm saying European, and definitely from one of the super white areas. Mm-hmm. So Larry, not Euro. Dennis, Euro. What I say, say? Um, I'm gonna say not Euro. Okay, Dennis is right again. Hmm. Well, I didn't get the super pale area. I'll say. Ooh, what level of whiteness is it? Because it could be just like, you know, milky white. I want to spoil it Nordic, so bad. Or it could be... Like Iceland. Or it could be just the dirt white, like what kind, Ireland. What type of music? <laughs> Didn't say. It's one of the only ones oh, I sheesh. couldn't find. Ireland. Germany. Mm. Fuck. Because, yeah, all those super sketchy names like that is always going to be from an area where they don't have the people they're talking about. That's right. That's why most of the white power bands exist in a place that doesn't actually have black people or any kind of brown people. They're scared of them because they've never actually seen one before. Right. You really put a lot of thought into I do. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it, dude. But I mean, you're, you're not wrong. How many black people do you think are hanging out in Norway? They know enough to get out of the cold. Mm-hmm. Engorged anal tumor. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. That sounds awful. <laughs> Gorged anal tumor. Florida. Not, not, not Euro. Not Euro. I go not Euro. Not Euro, not Euro. Florida I as, it down as a concept. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've got to be honest. Florida exists in places other than the United States. All right, you're, you're all right. They're not Euros. I'm, I'm sticking with Florida. Even if you tell me, like, no, I guess again. Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Australia. No. <laughs> I say Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Elizabeth, New Jersey. Oh, E-Town. Yeah. Oh, Florida man. of the North. <laughs> Florida of the North. <laughs> what, are you saying Australia's not north? No, quite the opposite. On opposite day. Oh, technically. Maho- all right. Mahogany head grenade. Mahogany head grenade. Not hand grenade. That really just head sounds grenade. like a shitty Seattle band circa 1993 made up of members who got kicked out of the good bands. 
Okay. I agree. I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna it's, say it's got yeah, mother yeah, it's got yeah, mother love bone yeah. vibes <laughs> all over it, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll piggyback on that one. Yeah. So oh, are we not, all not yeah, Euro? Not Euro. Yeah. Pacific Northwest, dude. You're all right. They are not Euros. But are we all right with the Pacific Northwest? Uh, That's Olympia. No, I'll give oh. you all one more chance. I'm gonna say Montana. Montana. Ooh. Arizona. Arizona. This is uh, the Great White North, Canada. Where you said America? Did you? <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Well, clearly, uh, Dallas. Dallas. <sighs> okay. What did that was I say? Close. Didn't I just say Dallas? Where did I say Arizona. No, you <laughs> said close. the Pacific Northwest. Dallas, Manitoba, whatever. You know. <laughs> I mean, Dallas. To be fair. Texas is the Pacific Northwest of the South. Yes. <laughs> I have heard tell of that, actually. All right. This is a long one. Oh, God. The unholy maggots which feast in the dark recesses. That's something, something, Put that something. on the main list. All right. <laughs> the unholy maggots that exist in the darkest that, recesses. The unholy maggots which feast, oh, in, which the, feast? in the dark recesses. Are they like a... Uh, oh, I like doom, their choice like, of... Uh, death metal grindcore. Ah, oh, really? Oh. I would have went more like yeah, along the lines of like, like a sun, like uh, I would have gone more like a. I thought you were gonna say a drone. pop sun metal band. I would have gone more like and heresy Delaware. I would say more like a fucking a uh, swamp band, like a fucking I hate God or something. But. Huh. Oh, eh, fair. Yeah. So I'm the euros are not euros. I say not euros. Okay. I'll say euro. Okay. I'm rarely correct. Euro. Larry and Dennis are right again. Oh, don't worry, I'll get the next part wrong. I'm gonna go Italy because I've that's every time I've gotten it wrong. So now I'm saying that because I, I was gonna say like New Orleans, like yeah. you said, or something. That's what Luxembourg. I Close, United Kingdom. Ah. ah, I don't even actually know where Luxembourg is. Wait, isn't that that really skinny one? It's, I think it's so it's, small; it's barely a country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's its own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sergeant discharge. <laughs> It better be a D-beat band. <laughs> yeah. Thrash metal slash hardcore. Okay. Oh, so Texas. Okay. So not Euro. That's where all the hardcore kids blow thrash. I'm going to say Euro. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go not Euro. Okay. Dennis and Larry are right. I'm really bad at this. No, I'm, I'm super awful too. And I came up with the fucking bit. <laughs> fucking stink at it. I'll give you both one more chance to get the state. <clears throat> um, to get so the state. obviously... Texas was wrong. Correct. I keep wanting to like say some like fucking black sheep ass like state like the one of the Dakotas, but there's no bands no. there. There's never been a band. I just there. I keep thinking of like a uh, like Drop Dead, like a Rhode Island, like a true like yeah, a New a, England band. Yeah, but not one of the obvious ro- yeah ones. So what do we think? I'm gonna go Vermont. Okay. Massachusetts, Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Huh. You made that up. That's not a real place. It is a real place. <laughs> Places you haven't been exist. Exactly. <laughs> Dazzling you, bravery. You know who would hate That's Manatee Yonk or whatever place is called? Walk. Deaf Indians. They would hate that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is it? Dazzling what? Dazzling bravery. Dazzling bravery. It's got to be like triumphant metal. That's European. It's got to be power metal. Okay. Yeah, I'll go Euro. Okay. I'll go odd man out, not Euro. Greg and Larry are right. Fuck me. They're Euros. I, I'm going to go UK. Okay. And I'm going to go Germany. Uh, you're all both pretty close. They're from France. Huh. Mm-hmm. We're, in the la- we're in the home stretch now. All right. Only got a couple I don't more. Know. Are the based- French are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> True. Less sketchy Germany. Yeah. If you think about it. All right. Yeah. Tom Thumb. 
not Euro. Like not that name's Euro. not all that funny. It's just funny because I know you got it from the Metal Archives site. <laughs> that makes <laughs> it like funnier. Tom, Tom. Just, like I just imagine they're like an '80s. What you know what I mean? Like we need a name. <laughs> so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say not Euro. Okay. I'll I'll say not Euro. All right. You're all right. They're not Euros. Now where are they from? I'm they're going, from. This is tough. Uh, I'm going Convict Land. Back to Australia. Okay. New Jersey. Okay. I will go Canada. Dennis nailed it. Australia. Oh, Fuck wow. Yeah. New South Wales? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say. I only know like two places. New South Wales and Canberra. Oh, wait, in Sydney. Canberra. Uh, what's the... Perth? Perth? Oh, shit, yeah, Perth? shit, dude. We're fucking worldly as yeah, fuck. The Gold man. Coast? We're worldly as fuck, dude. <laughs> to the end of this fence. <laughs> man. Damn, if they have lopped off fence, and I'll be like, yo, that band was definitely on Trust Kill. <laughs> and they're definitely from one of the Carolinas or Florida. To the end of this fence. Yeah. Throwing fence and just throws a whole fence. Fence ruined it. Otherwise, yeah, I thought yeah. eulogy. Puts everything or else in. Yeah, Trust Kill. It's almost, <laughs> almost a great name. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, right? It's like, Jesus Christ. To the end of this fence. To the end of it. Dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go not Euro. Okay. Not Euro. Euro. Okay. Uh, they don't have, I, I feel like they don't have fences in Europe, you know? It's true, man. A lot, like, they have walls. Yeah, but they may, maybe they're romanticizing, yeah. Amer- yeah. you know, American. Yeah, it's it all like just like cobblestone walls or like just pure fields. Where are they from, Dennis? Motherfucking United States. Okay. You're, uh, Larry and uh, Dennis are right. They are not Euros. And shit, they are from the United States. Okay. Yeah, this fence. So... I don't know, I imagine like some... Like, so not really a city, because cities don't really fuck with... Well, I guess they do, but... Nebraska. Right. Okay. Oklahoma. Pasadena, Maryland. Huh. huh. Fuck. Sad part is now... Pasadena! That means I probably... Huh. <laughs> I probably know people in the band now. Southern Metal. Maybe not. Oh, yeah, probably not. All right, we got the last one. Uh-oh. There's been a lot of not Euros on Did you save the best today. for last? I hope this is a, a good name. Monster Mike... <laughs> like M-I-C or M-I-K-E? M-I-K-E. Monster Mike. Damn, Monster Mike is definitely a name of a dude who fucks hard. What kind of... <laughs> what, what kind of... What kind of... What genre? Heavy slash progressive metal. Oh, uh, progressive? Oh, that's definitely ponytail through the back of a hat. <laughs> One would say sound guy Monster metal. Yeah. yeah. Monster Mike. Each, each song's at least 12 minutes. <laughs> Monster Mike. They're Monster definitely Mike. sponsored by Beef Jerky. But I imagine it's like... it's. Mike, ponytail, yeah. but he's doing a thing where he's playing like it's solo, and yeah. he's like he's got the he's got a drum machine, yeah, and then he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. double neck them. guitar. He's playing it, it's like an eight string. You know those guitar. guitars that are like yeah. double guitars, yeah, like <laughs> ones that go this way. So, damn! All I keep thinking of is that clip where it says double guitars, and it's just accepted. Chocolate <laughs> microscopes. <Yeah. laughs> where um, are they from? I say not Europe. I'm okay. I'm I'm saying Europe. Okay, not Europe. Greg's the only one that got it. All right. Wait, we both said not Europe. Oh, you did too? Yeah, he not did Not Europe. Too. No wonder I suck at this. You're not even listening to me. <laughs> you don't listen either, so. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Valid point. So, not Europe, you said. So, mm-hmm. Monster okay. Mike. Monster. M-I-K-E, Mike. <laughs> Fuck it, Canada. You keep going with Canada. Because eventually it's going to be right. right. Monster <laughs> You're not Mike. wrong. Oh, wait, he, he, it's Canada? No, I'm saying Uh-oh. eventually he will eventually be right. Eventually I will get Canada. If eventually he guesses one thing across. over and I'll over. I'll say one that hasn't been mentioned. I'll say Mexico. 
Not New Jersey. Fuck it. Huh. Huh. So we got a total of Monster <clears throat> Mike definitely works at Guitar Center teaching lessons and he's definitely fucking somebody's like mom. Oh, when you sign the clipboard on the sign in sheet. He's definitely his, a stepdad. His is definitely Monster Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's definitely a stepdad. Guys, we got a, we got a podcast tonight. Now nah, I got my seven thirty with Monster Mike at the fucking <laughs> Cherry Hill Guitar Center. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And what is oh. the what is the riff that he plays every time he shows someone an amp? Mississippi Queen. Uh, uh, no. Smoke on the water. I, I I was thinking smoke on the water as well. An unoriginal man. I, I sure. See, I would have went like uh, Limelight by Rush or something like that. Ooh. Like start with some Tom Sawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something like that. That starts on a synth. Uh, whatever. So we got this fucking <laughs> sorry. All right, Nerdlinger. Greg with eleven points. Larry with fifteen points. Whoa. Dennis wins. Oh. What? With seventeen and a half. No one's points. ever said that to me in my entire life. <laughs> ever. Congrats. Oh, congratulations. God, and we got two new entries for the list. We only got two out of that. Fuck. Yeah. Isn't that doesn't that stink? It takes forever to come up with twenty. Did the, did the bell tower sniper make it or no? I couldn't find the genre and shit. Uh, yeah. so it be, was funny. Dude, there was a lot I'm of gonna, them. Fuck when, it, I'm going to add it. When we did the first listening party. Like Are they we, on Discogs? Bill Tower Sniper? Like some of them, like you, we couldn't even find them like recorded because they were like mm-hmm. a band from like the 80s or something like that. Did mm-hmm. It had a tape. So it's just hard as fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, here's a, the oldest recurring segment in the entire world. The Gripping Inquiries. This is some really hardcore, hard-hitting questions, guys. Are you ready? I'm ready. Who wants to go first? He can go first. I'll go first. Good, because that's the first one we got here. All right. <laughs> okay. Gripping inquiries with Greg. Who gives a shit about his last name? We pronounce this six different ways anyway. Yeah, Greg Pollard. Question number one. Are you ready? You're paying attention? Yeah. All right. What if Elton John wasn't really mourning Princess Di, but was just super stoked on car crashes? <laughs> you ever think about that? <laughs> I mean, who's to say that's not true? Exactly. Because that, that was a huge hit for him. And, like, did you ever see anything? <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. <laughs> you did Because, like, before that, like, did you ever remember seeing, like, pictures of, like, EJ and Di j- just chilling, hanging out? Having some dinner, you didn't. Then also, oh, so you saying like he kind of pulled the? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying anybody could have died of a car crash, and he's probably secretly I'm like, fuck yeah. But it was somebody famous like die. So then he's like, oh, I could turn this my love of car crashes into something. People think I'm just mourning this, you know. You're this English heroine, you know. Turns out he's just a fucking sicko. And not in the way my grandmother thought he was a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> what? She didn't like he God. does always wear those sunglasses. Yeah, so like she, he's yeah. got something That's why to she hide. didn't like him. She's like, you wear sunglasses inside. He's, he's sneaky. He's mm-hmm. got something to hide. Someone well, against rhinestones, so you maybe? Think, did you ever think about that at all, though? If he was just super stoked on car crashes? No, but I'm going to now. Correct answer is no. Yeah, good job, buddy. <laughs> Doing real good so far. <laughs> all right, this is getting in your face, so hopefully it doesn't offend you. Is this for Larry or still me? And it's still you, buddy. Okay. You, you got One a, at a time. You got a, you got a whole bunch of these, dude. Look at these. The, you are a Hare Krishna. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the depictions of, of Krishna that I've seen portray him as quite an ample in the hips department. <laughs> is it possible that he is Dominican? <laughs> Well, yes, because Krishna is everywhere. So he, he did Dominican or 
Irish or Elton John, but not Italian. But not Italian. He would never be Irish with those hips, dude. Like seriously, (laughs) Google Google image search Krishna, dude. It's fucking he's bell pepper. He's beautiful, fucking dude. I am with you on that one, dude. Hey, Rama Rama, Hari Hari, indeed. Rama Rama, what's up? (laughs) You got kids. All right, but sure. Your kids are a little older, so I don't know. You ever watch Coco Melon? No, I don't even know what that is. <sighs> Incorrect. You love Coco Melon. Your favorite <laughs> character is Mrs. Appleberry. <laughs> oh, you said Coco Melon. Yes. Yes. As opposed to what other thing? <laughs> <laughs> Coco Coco Malone. It's what, a post, what else? It's a post Malone. <laughs> it's uh, post Malone show that he does with Ice T's like, wife. It's like Little Bill. It's Coco Melon with an accent over yeah. the O because it's Dominican. So you've seen Coco Melon then. All of them. Good boy. <laughs> that X just became a check mark. All right. This zapper is thick as fuck, too, dude. Uh, that Johnny's always eating sugar, though. Anyway. <laughs> Question number four. What's the over-under on Larry secretly being Greek? <laughs> so, <laughs> are we talking percentage-wise? I'm going to say there's a pretty good chance. I'll tell you why. It's funny you mention that. You know, feta? I mentioned... No, because we got burritos earlier, and they asked if he wanted fed on his burrito. He said no. No. Oh. But me being, you know, I did the ancestry, yeah. and I found out I'm 50% Greek. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> so me, I was like, feta, that sounds really good. If Larry gets it, maybe I'll get it too. And he didn't, so I didn't. But I'm going to say there's a 5% chance he has a little Greek in him. He's a little oily, ain't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if know. not, maybe I, he can have some a little later. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> definitely on. That's definitely the correct answer. All right, Greg. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, you were once part of the band One Up. You actually have this song called "Time to Believe." I really like this song. What you say? It's time to believe in the kids. Now, do you remember that song? You wrote it. I do. Okay, yeah, you remember it. Okay. I do. Now, does that apply to Italians? <laughs> That's a great question because I'm going to say no. Because oh, see, I was, I was writing it. Answer. I, I was writing it from the standpoint at the at the time I thought I was more Italian than Greek until I did this ancestry thing. So I, I, now I know since since I'm not Italian, like why would I want to apply Damn. it to other Italians? Yeah. So so now, so now he's all like, nah. So now I'm going yeah. to now I'm going to store my one up CD. In a pita, wait in a pita, dude. That's fucking awesome. All right, question number six. Do you remember that episode of South Park? Oh, absolutely. Correct answer. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Game changer. Wow, what a great audience. Wow, what a good audience. <laughs> <laughs> v- pita. Oh. All right. Here's another Krishna question here. I hope we're not getting a little, we're not getting hack at this point, but. Is it true that 10% of the 108 beads that you wear are secret raisinettes? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that, that, that would be 18 <laughs> secret raisinettes. I, I wish. Because you know how many times I've been hungry? Like, you know, hungry? And you could have just been like, uh, little snacky, <laughs> snacky. Pop a couple raisinettes. Did you ever see, like, those sweet tart necklaces? And you're just like, <laughs> have I seen that? It's like, probably. Would you, would you see this shit? The we, one- could be fucking, <laughs> we could be doing this shit. The ones that stained all my t-shirts? Yes. Oh, I would just stick the whole thing with them. There's next year, like, like string and all, just the whole thing. Yeah, just, yeah. Pull, just the pull, the yeah. pull the string. Wait, oh, yeah. you would take the string yeah, out. Yeah, no, no, no. I put the whole thing in my mouth. Yeah, chew it up, and then, and then, then it was done. I just take the string. Like, like you remember spaghetti. when Fred Flintstone would eat a fish and you just pull the fish bones out yeah. of his mouth? Yeah, I like did that, that with candy necklaces. But no, that's a good. Maybe I'll start doing that. Make yeah, some dude. spare 
Or even just one to put around your wrist. With yeah. or, it, or if you don't like raisins, you can also substitute goobers. See, you're, you're thinking <laughs> you know? ahead. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's a good... I would I would actually prefer goobers, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Aren't they the... Yeah, are they the, I'm going raisins. Chocolate, yeah. chocolate clover peanuts, yeah. I'm surprised. I don't peg you as... I peg you as I'm someone that would not eat a raisin. See, I would peg it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, now you see... Over under on him, like... I would peg Larry. Yeah, I like... Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. I would see Larry anti-raisin saying... Why would I want to eat that? It's just a grape that's been left in the sun. Damn. I'll just eat a no, grape. I, I, yeah, that's yeah. deep, though. Yeah, yeah like China, 20 years ago, yeah, I would definitely, yeah. Fair. Now, yeah, I'll, I'll eat a they raisin. They might even that. eat some you Sicilian know. pizza. Yeah, yeah, a little Sicilian. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Shit. Well, as speaking from Sicily there in Italy and all that stuff, this brings me to my next Krishna question. If Garfield was Krishna, would he go by Rama Lasagna Das? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm a that one I'm a hundred percent sure. Yeah, that's good, right? His grace, Ramalazanya Das. We all know it. Dude, I would fucking take a little drum out for that motherfucker. All right, question number nine. We're coming down to the fucking home stretch, dude. Do you think when news of the Chinese spy balloons leaked, it ruined a Chinese spy's surprise birthday party? Absolutely. Yeah. I was on that from the jump. Yeah, dude. Like, everybody's like, oh, they're spying on us. They're going to fucking send nukes over next. And then it's just, you just see Pang over at his birthday. He's like, why is everybody huddled behind the couch in my room? Oh, you guys. It was silver, too. And they're like, yeah, right? And his wife's just fucking pissed. He's like, fucking American media. Rather had to ruin the fucking party. Yeah. So, in essence, fuck the American media. I'm pro-Chinese spy balloon. Because, I, you know, I'm a festive boy. All right. Oh, wait, I'm glad I have another Krishna-esque question. If you were like the goddess Durga, who we know has eight arms, you had eight arms, what would you carry in six of those arms, relieving two for pee-pee purposes? <laughs> but you have Fair. six arms that can do, hold whatever. Oh, what God. would you hold in them? Definitely drinks. Like, I'm going to say six, three six of them. Good answer, no, good answer. But I'm going to say three of them. I would have a, a, uh, a Coke Zero in one hand. I'm family feuding this. Oh, good answer. Good answer. answer. <laughs> a water. Because you want to have a water. So you got to have a water strictly for the, the hydrate, but then you also just want to like sip and drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there's so coffee I'm, in there, too. I'm going to yeah. go, well, I, I feel like maybe, you know, maybe some tea, a hot tea. Sure. Yeah. And a lemon. Well, so, so that's three, right? I don't know, though, but then what are you going to do with that fucking hot tea in the middle of the summer? Iced tea. And then it would be iced tea. In the and that, I'll, just wait for I'll tell you what I would do. Bag of chips. Well, how about you wait for your own fucking I'm questions? Sorry, dude. I'm sorry, you're right. Is you're your correct. name Greg, dude? Yeah, you're correct. I would Quit say, stepping on his dick. But He's I would got keep three more arms to go. Uh, three so more that arms. I could reach into the bag of chips. <laughs> you know, I, I always like to have chewing gum on me. So I'd have I'd have a thing of a trident. Couldn't that go in your pocket, A pack though? of trident. Oh, oh, I have pockets. pockets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We're talking about your hands, brother. Scratch, scratch the gum. I'm gonna say so. Three, three more arms mm-hmm. left. Because uh, you're keeping two open for pee pee purposes. Because yeah, you have to. You got to have them always open and free. Um, gosh. And you can technically use those to grab shit out of your pocket because you're not always going to be peeing. Chips. That's not, true. Until you hit, you know. You know what? Can you I, pick your nose <laughs> with the pee pee well, ones? Though, no, because listen, oh. because of the pee pee ones, I'm actually gonna say I would have. Because I wouldn't put it in my pocket because it would explode. I would have a hand sanitizer 
on me at all times. All right, one fair of enough. Hands. It's true. Little pump, Purell. You know, sure. Yeah, wipe okay. up, especially if you That's are. A lot now, of hands, would you though. want to? Would you dedicate two hands to that? Because you have one hand to pump, one hand to actually pump it into, or and could that be pee pee hands? Oh, that's a good one. Hmm. No, I'd, I'd find a way to finagle it and just, oh, yeah, okay. Know, get creative. That's um, a lot of hand sanitizer you're going through with eight arms. That's though. true, though. That's that is true. true. Like, you yeah, have to carry the big bottle. Exactly. Might as well right. the big bottle. Well, yeah. you got Which then means I do, yeah. need, I do need a, 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 a blind dedicated hand. hand. Yeah. So I need just a s- Sani Hanny. Mm-hmm. So then, if you will. Finally, the last one. <laughs> yeah. I know you technically have two more because you decided only to go one with a hand sanitizer. Oh no, you said no, I'm gum. keep a blank one. You said gum. No, I, I got gum rid of the gum. We rescinded we're, we're the gum. That but I'm having a blank hand so that I can use that to pour the sanitizer. Uh, to okay. Sa- in. So technically, the sanity gets two hands. Yeah, and I then the you. last one. I don't know harmonica. Just so you, in case you ever, you know, won't fit in your pocket. That's so true. you figure the PP arms would have to be waist. The ones close to your waist. Harmonica one would have to be as high as one of the high. Yeah, like set. imagine all, being able to play harmonica at the same time as sanitizing Damn. your hands and taking, taking a, a piss. It's like when Homer gets depressed and Lisa blows in the jug. Greg would just be like, <laughs> he's like, oh, there, he looked really sad. <laughs> like, oh shit. Yep. <laughs> uh, there we go. That's a good man. He's thinking about other people. I like that. That's the correct answer, dude. Mm-hmm. Mine was just eight pizza rolls, but you know whatever. <laughs> Question eleven: Team Straw or Team Turtle? Team, what was the first? Straw. <laughs> team Straw oh, or Team Turtle? I, you know, it's funny. We I, we went out. Question as old as time itself. I grabbed food and I had a paper straw because mm-hmm. they kill the turtles, right? Yeah. Allegedly. I, I love turtles, but I, I hate paper straws. Yeah. Uh, you, no one loves turtles that much. So, I'm sorry, turtle. <laughs> Correct answer. Lord, forgive me. Turtle. <laughs> turtle. Here's your final question. Now, this is one people rarely get right because they're just not true fans of the greatest hardcore band to ever come out of New Jersey, other than Hands Tied, obviously. Are you familiar with the band E-Town Concrete? I am. Okay. I need you to finish this E-Town Concrete lyric. Think you can do it? I'm going to try my damnedest. This is, this is one of their hits. You ready? Deepest, bluest, my hat is like. Deepest, bluest, my hat is like. Oh my gosh! I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I was yeah. just listening to it on the way here. Yeah, deepest bluest. My hat is like my hat is like uh, 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 my hat is like. Um, oh my gosh! This is this is the hardest question so far. Yeah. Easily, deepest bluest. My hat is like the best. Mm, my hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a real lyric of theirs? These are all real E-Town lyrics, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect, but Incorrect. you know what? I, you know, you did say most people don't get that Perfect one, so. score. <laughs> uh, the only people who don't get perfect scores are our Italians. All right, now we come down to the man whose ethnicity we have no idea about because his last name is stupid. <laughs> Laryl, you ready, bud? I am. Question number one. You think he was lying about Coco Melon? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Do you want to trust me, dude? <laughs> Under that fucking necklace, dude? Mrs. Appleberry for life. <laughs> comics. Pretty rocker. In Comic Sans. It's great for hiding In Comic Sans. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Now, as I said before, you go by Larry Epstein because you last name is long, hard to pronounce, and no one likes it. Mm-hmm. But in lieu of recent things, obviously, that's not a very good last name. To no, no, not, a, not even a Why? little bit. Why not? Uh, Can you a, explain? It's a long story that involves an, an island. <laughs> an island. I like islands. Private egg, jets. Egg-shaped I like dicks. jets. You like egg-shaped, egg-shaped dude, dicks? Guy sure. really ruined a, a, a common name. Yeah, it did. Seriously, it's like ruining the Spanish last name like Ruiz. Yeah. It's like or Smith. Dude. Right? We don't even know how common Hitler was until he went and ruined it. <laughs> there could have been like tons of them shits. Now there's zero of them. It's like, what's your last name again? It's like, oh, my last name is uh, O'Hanrahan. You know, <laughs> so obviously Epstein's one you don't want to go by anymore. So I got, how do you think of this one? This is a little less offensive, okay? Lairly legal. <laughs> I, I like that one. Like that one? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I think you're placating me. Because, you know, so that's a wrong answer. Oh, nah. your last name is finally you're going to start going by your actual last name. You're damned uh, if you okay. do, damned if you don't. I suppose. So it's Larry Wachowski from now on. All right. Now this is a little topical on the state of hardcore punk here. The return of the oi skinhead culture in hardcore recently. Do you think it pushes us further away from the day we can finally? Finally admit that Warzone was mid as fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Five good songs tops. No, no. You know what? No, I'm, 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 Warzone was great. Pussy. Even, even the Victory record was good. Yeah, it's not that's, bad. That's yeah. the one I but like. The, yeah, the, the first Sound of Revolution? Record's good. Sound of Revolution? Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. You get a good one. All right. Question number four. He stuck true to his answer, too. Yeah. So. Question number four. Ever cuss? All the time. Correct answer. Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> Question number five. Name two games with a popomatic bubble. Uh, Trouble. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, sorry. Incorrect. Trouble was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Loaded question. Oh, did you mean? Did they, did they trademark oh, problematic bubble? They did actually. Yeah. Did you uh, mean sorry you didn't know the other answer? <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> okay. Correct there. All right. Question number six here. This one, you know, we can edit this one out if you don't like it because it might get you some hate mail and shit. Okay. It might get you fired from your job. Nah. Your wife might fucking leave you and yeah, shit. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, <laughs> right. that's always this on the really table. A, I'm sure she's listening to this yeah, three yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This could get you beaten up in some places, dude. Ready? Oh, you're going to answer it anyway, right? Number six. How corny are hang gliders? Ah, oh, they're the worst. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. I'm right. Like, nice bar. Get a wingsuit, you fucking <laughs> dorks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why are you even doing this shit anymore? All right. Question number seven. This is getting a little political. Also into the science realm. Did you know that NASA, the CERN Institute, George Soros, and Greta Thunberg devised an early detection system for those who will commit spousal abuse? <laughs> did you know that? Yeah, no, I didn't, but now I do, and I'm glad I do. do you and know, I believe it. Do you know what the system is? <laughs> no. Anybody who ever posts on social media that they're stoked for the new hate breed <laughs> instantly gets put... They instantly come over and say, all right, the kids are leaving. Or a Blue Lives Matter uh, sticker. <laughs> Defund Antifa. Uh, ah, fuck it, correct. All right, let's see here. Number eight. This one's going to get some dark some dark territory, okay? You might get depressed. 
You know, so just prepare yourself. If Shamrock Shakes were a year-round delight, <laughs> would Anthony Bourdain still be alive? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. I agree, dude. Yeah, absolutely. No matter how low he's feeling, you know. Green milkshake. About traveling, you know, yeah. the hardness. And yeah. you know, his bitch wife gets on his nerve. If he just knew he had that. Shamrock shake. That yeah. milkshake that, that also grit. tastes like he just brushed his teeth. <laughs> he would just be like. After it finally took him like eight years to get something out of that straw, he's like, damn. I think Worth I can, I think I can go it. another two days. Yeah. You know what I mean? You were correct, dude. So, McDonald's, you fucked up. Do the right thing next time. His blood is on your hands. All right, question number nine here. Ronald. When you were young, did your mom ever tell you to do something, but you were like, nah, and did it anyway? <laughs> yeah, all the time. I went, yeah, nah, all right. That's what's I up. Did, yeah, that's what's up. Okay. So true. Correct. Yep. Correct answer. Question number 10 here, and this could really affect our friendship, so I okay. want you to think about it correctly. Should I refer to my diminishing hair <laughs> as spirit hairlines? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah, I good, think yeah. Yeah. A little, little wordplay, you know. Yeah, it keeps us lively, you know. All right, number eleven here. We talked about you know your alternate names you're going to come with now that you have to get rid of the Epstein moniker. I I suggested Larry Magdalene, which okay. is a great name. Uh, see, you but you did shoot it down. So question eleven is: Is your refusal of the name Larry Magdalene anti-Christian, anti-woman, or anti-sex worker? <laughs> anti-sex worker. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Prostitution is still not allowed in my state, sir. Yeah. Nope. Yep. Damn, you're fucking killing it, dude. But here's where the rubber fucking meets the road. And it, this one's a lot longer than what I gave Greg, so you really got to strap yourself in. Okay. For Elizabethtown's finest. Yep. Finish this Etow concrete lyric. Straight up now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Or am I caught in a hit and run? Straight up now tell me, or is it going to be you and me forget together? Or straight up now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Or am I caught in a hit and run? Straight up now tell me, is it going to be you and me together? Or ah, am I? Ah, I can't. I, it, it it rhymes with run, but I can't think of what it is. Are you just having, having fun? Are you just having fun? Do, do, yeah. do, 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 do. Hey, fuck it. Perfect score. All right. All right. That's not the, the one with the cat video, right? No. No, that's off the split with second and none. Yeah. That's off the split with second and none. Yeah. Is that on Back to Basics? Uh, it definitely is on Back to Basics. Yeah, and I yeah. definitely sold it to a Euro for $75. Nice. And honestly, now I could probably get more from it for an American kid. God. What do you say, Denny? You want to do some homework? Homework! We have a segment called Homework where uh, mm-hmm. each week we oh, give nice. each other stuff to listen to and we got to go back home and report on it. Music, comedy specials. Mm-hmm. We also ask our guests to bring stuff to the table too. And uh, so, before we assign stuff, last week we had uh, one Dago named Michael Murrow in, and he suggested some stuff to us. So, Tom, do you want to go over that first? Yeah, I uh, I designated each one. No, oh. right right underneath of this handwritten note, you better work. <laughs> work it, girl. I'll start with uh, Hyperdontia. The is EP. That's not how I spelled it. I wrote. I had it written down. I wrote Die Juanita. <laughs> Damn, close, close, really close. Hates, Damn, he hates them Spaniards. Yeah. Close. Doesn't hyperdontia sound like something you would get done to your teeth? It does. Yeah. I, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. 
The EP is called Deranged. I said it was produced perfectly. Great drums, great guitar. They clearly have one of those bass, bass players who can play their dick off because I can tell by the like that binga dinga tone thing yeah. that they do. Uh, you I can hear the thing. strings hit the pickups. Yep. Yeah. I didn't get bored once, even though the songs were kind of long for EPs. And the only thing I didn't like was the vocals, actually. I thought it was quite good. Oh. 7 out of 10. Uh, I said good, not great. Classic death metal style. Mm. Good in increments, but I couldn't do it in one sitting. 6 out of 10. May I? You may. I wrote four songs, 17 minutes. Yeah, nah. Fair. Fair. I wrote first song, bass breaks, and on the third song, those drum breaks. Whose idea was that, and why did you keep them in there? <laughs> I wish I wish I could add something, but I I, I, ha- I haven't had a chance to listen to like, that. Like those p- Primus bass breaks in the first... That was yeah. awful. Binga yeah. dinga. Like, are, they new, are they a new group? Is it like a no, new... No, this is older. So. Like, I really wanted to... This is like a new the, release. Like, it, it sat like it... But a band's been around since like the 90s, but... I maybe no, no no one cared ever. Yeah, it, I what like it w- wasn't that great. Yeah, it was not for you. Yeah. No, no. What's a, what? What number would you say? Uh, maybe a three. I got a grading yeah. scale right there. Uh, no one cares about your damn Oh, okay. Schedule. Oh, nice. So you can understand where I'm coming from at least. No one likes that. Uh, okay. He's the only one that re- re- yeah. rebels against it, despite not having good. said head spots and not. You said yeah, seven. Three. I would go three. Would yeah, you say a seven, three. Tom? I did. Okay means i love the clickety clackety bass parts mm-hmm. yeah it was okay. but that, that was third good, song but... that drum break that's just like yeah like why Fuck yeah. it was just bo- it was a boring drum break and for like stuff like that you expect like drum breaks and that type of metal just to be like nothing but like you know mid-paced double bass and like some sick ass rolls and instead it was kind of just like yeah Didn't like all right six so. school dance style and what else did uh, he also assigned us? Slow Crush. The record is called Hush. Yeah, twenty twenty one. I think you would. If you yeah, I, I should. I, it yeah, sucks. I started would. doing something different at work, so I don't get to listen to music as much while I'm working. Mm. Just for the the next couple of weeks. I said, uh, Slow Crush, Hush. I said, Yup. Uh-huh. Sad music with outer space guitars, gnarly bass tones. This is how Martians get pussy. <laughs> of course. Nice. I knew you'd rate it high. It seriously sounds like it has like the failure guitar tone and like the little guitar effects pedals and shit. And mm-hmm. Oh, sad girl singing. I was like, yeah, fuck you. I'm on. I sound, yeah, that sounds good to me. I, I wrote good. It's pr- It was pretty, but I won't go back. There's other bands I like that sound like that. I wrote like that. Who are they comparable I'll, to? You think? I, I thought like, like a heavier Gregor Samsa or something like that. Like let mu- you know, landscapes, musical landscape, like uh Okay. Or even like low, I didn't maybe. listen to it, but I'm gonna give it a nine. I <laughs> from what that I mean said. I just it's I, it's probably a seven. It's good. It's just yeah. not something I'm necessarily good. I would tell I you to real high. I would yeah. say, go check it out. Yeah. I, I probably won't go back to it. I wrote almost the same thing. Good, I just didn't like it. Not for me, too slow. Good, I just didn't <laughs> like it. It's not for me, it's too yeah. fucking slow. Dude. I can des I can definitely see the shoegaze classification. I like some, but very limited shoegaze. I gave it a five and a half. I like all kinds of gaze. Mm. Same. I'm, a, I'm an ally. Same. Ah, oh, dude. And he also brought oh. us Tommy Pope, the washy oh, wash story. The washy wash story. From This Is Not Happening. This is comedy Simon gave to us. Now, I had heard that before. Me too. I um, need to say nothing. But I just wrote the fact that this dude doesn't have more material online or recorded is a travesty. It's a goddamn travesty. I can listen to this man read all of my loved one's obituaries <laughs> and still find a way to laugh at it. <laughs> that dude is one of the best fucking storytellers yep. around. 
Uh, this is my favorite. This is not happening. Really? Yeah, Next to okay. the Ali Sadiq ones. The Ali Sadiq he's, ones are he's fucking, fucking insane. The Mexican got boots on. Mexican, yeah, Mexican the got Mi- on boots. The, the Mitchell one isn't funny, but it's amazing to listen to. Because he's a great fucking yeah, storyteller. Yeah. I can listen to him. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah. Tommy Pope one, when, when yeah. she's going, oh, you're so big. And he goes, <laughs> quarterback. When he- <laughs> That's like that's that's what that and, uh, like a father of ten oh. jerking off in a bathroom stall at a water park. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, man, I fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's and plus you know the guys from Upper Dart like yeah, it really hits home. Like, yeah. He's from Upper Darby. It, he's talking about things I know about. Yeah, good for him. He talks about things you know about. He, he talks in an accent of all your friends and family. Yes, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's what I think is one of the main reasons I love most of the hoagie mouth comedians. Yep. Oh, yeah. Is this like, well, that, he sounds like me and all my friends and family. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Delco Proper was yeah, it was fantastic. Am- it was amazing. So fucking good. And the fact that it didn't get picked up, I mean, is. Yeah, yeah. Another travesty. It's a shame. Yeah. It's like, really what's wrong? Is. You never seen a stripper before? It's like, yeah, I've seen plenty of strippers. Just, you know, I didn't see your butthole plastered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Getting into fucking fights. And <laughs> get, get that shit great. He's like, you know, still getting in fights and getting kicked out of den. He's still got that fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That, that, that was fucking great. Yeah. There. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, as far as what Tom gave me. Oh, boy. Hazel English. I What the fuck's the name of the album? I got to look it up here. Up. Wake Up. Wake Up. You would like this, too. Hazel English. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, polymonal. Or is it Polygonal? It's on Polygonal. I believe it was, it's on yeah. Yeah. It's very reminiscent of a lot of Polyvinyl shit. Too. It's yeah. got, it's one of those labels where you're like, oh, it's on this. You're like, oh, you kind of get a, at least a, Have an idea. Like a, a foundation of what it sounds like. Mm. I basically wrote, if someone turned the rosy cheeks emoji into a record, this is exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> Seven and a half out of ten. Nice. I fucking liked it. <clears throat> I liked it a lot. Uh, I wrote... Uh, it took a more modern take on like the whole sixty girls group doo-wop yeah. thing, like in, like what Amy Winehouse did, but more like indie rock version yeah. of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Like like you know, great voice. I wrote you know Earth. I wrote Earth Angel drums. True. I'm in. Yeah. So I I mean I, like I was it. like nine out of ten. Fuck yeah, I love yeah. It. I it was a great it record. It's I like out it's there a really changing good. lives. I also only got a chance to do it once, so I will have to go revisit. Yeah. Get more in depth on it, and you then. You get straight into the comedy that you gave me, which was Ryan Sickler, Lefty's Kid. Now, I know this is your dog. This is your boy. This is your fucking homie. I'll get into how I feel after you. I had, I've always seen this dude's name around places. For some reason, every time I saw it was Ryan Sickler, I'm like, isn't that a dude who skateboards or some shit? <laughs> You're I got Ryan Sheckler. Okay. That's mm-hmm. probably why then. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I tried to make it through like half of one of his podcasts, and I was like, yeah, not for me. So I sat down and watched this, but uh, it had everything I wanted in a comedy special besides jokes and laughter. (laughs) (laughs) 10 out of 10. It was like like hearing stories from your mom's third funniest friend. Mm. 1 out of 10. I just, nothing made me laugh. I... I had watched it when you, because yeah, I had you texted, said you'd already seen it. Yeah. I had seen that and the Big J, and I had known the Tommy. Po- I I watched the Tommy Pope thing probably. Yeah, I've seen it at least twice now. I, I've I watch it every couple months. Yeah. Um, the I like Ryan Sickler on podcasts, and his podcast is good. Yeah. Um, it wasn't good this special, but he should have closed with the Olympian. Uh, 
Him talking about the 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 ping pong Olympian kid. Yeah, that story was. I thought that, that was, was the real. better story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that he should have closed with it. That. Basically, just sounded like your mildly funny friend telling you just stories. Yeah, yeah. I also but, watched it for the homework assignment because I saw him do this hour at Helium, and I low rated this too. Huh. Even though I was looking forward to this special. That's why I didn't want to fucking dog it too bad because I know you were stoked about it. It was edited really fucking weird. Did you notice how fast it moved? Yeah. yeah. I hated that about it. I didn't it. pick up on that. Well, well you're not going to watch it again, so just take my word for it, uh-huh. I guess. <laughs> I got an old TV. Maybe that's it. Well, it's edited really fucking weird. And the way he does comedy on stage, he's kind of laid back. And when he played in Philly... He had like 20 minutes of material he didn't do for the special because it was either Philly material or just like off the cuff shit. And he was more laid back. His delivery was better. I thought this didn't translate in a theater either. He should have done it in a club. More laid back. I gave it a fucking four. Yeah, yeah I did not. I was, really, I was not, I was not like, happy It wasn't it. bad to the point where I turned it off. I made it through the whole thing, but it Same. was just I was not kind happy. of background noise, dude. I wasn't happy with it at now, all. Okay, you want to get to what I gave you, or do you want to go over... Let's go over the double assignment. The double assignment. Dog belly. Big J Ogerson's dog belly. Yep. Now, I love this fucking guy, and I've been clamoring for years to him to do another actual joke special, not just crowd work specials, yeah. which he normally does. Because I think the last thing he did was that live from Webster Hall one. Yep. But... 17. Uh, this, like, I was super excited for it, which I think I got to stop doing that. Mm. It was good. It was a really good special. But somehow, as soon as he started in with crowd work, I instantly was like, come on, man. And do, do jokes. For, just do the jokes this time. But the crowd work was great, obviously, because yeah. that's what he's great at. And the jokes were really fucking funny, too. I think my problem with it was that I built it up so much in my head about how great it was going to be that... Me just giving it an eight now is just a disappoint. Is still a disappointment. It was an eight. It was still a great special, but I it was expecting a ten. Same, Sorry. I was too. Don't want your parents to hear your weird Wiccan fucking. <laughs> that really struck a <laughs> chord with me. You're dumbass. Yeah. Yep. I learned I learned the whole thriller dance routine and performed it for my grandmother Selma Eisenstein. She was less than a good audience, I must say. <laughs> of course, I didn't expect the dropping of the special name. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that was my yeah. favorite part. That was yeah. great. And I do love his analogies. His analogies are fucking fantastic. I just wrote the Franco joke when he when he's like <laughs> he's like I got to learn the fucking a ski mask. He was like he was <laughs> <Yes>. Oz. <laughs> I also that gave was it. that 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 like that, that, like, that was good. Was Oz was I was like that's pretty good. That was a good Cause ass you joke. Made, it was a Franco joke, and instead of going for like the ones that like he's known jokes like movies yeah. he's known for, he went for that fucking Oz movie that like ten people saw. Yep. I also gave it an eight. That's like what you're saying about his analogies is like he'll reference something and it'll be like a, a popular person, but instead of like they're like top material he'll just like reference a movie they did like in 1984 and shit yeah it's like dude he's fucking great it is crowd work is fucking still fantastic but i was just like i would also told me i was spending a lot of time no, the, like i'm like is the hair is, is his hair pink or the lights hitting it weird and making it look pink and i was Both. like no it's, i thought it was red i, mean, yeah. I kept I, then again i watched it on my phone but so I, maybe. I was also like yeah. you know i was like is this a lighting thing but i'm like wait he always does dye like his hair some douchey shit so mm-hmm. 
And he's still the only dude I'll, I'll let wear jorts and get away with. Oh, yeah, he definitely wears jean shorts. Jorts, oh, nice. No, yeah. no gloves. Long jorts, yeah, yeah. too, dude. And he's got a, he's got that uh, the X on his hand and the other bad hand tattoo. Is it like yeah. a three or something? Yeah. It's like a three or an L. Yeah. Like, is it extra for extra large? Like, Yeah, it's great. I even like went on Reddit was like <clears throat> trying to go, like search on there like what the fuck do Jay Okerson's hand tattoos mean? I could find nothing. Yeah, no gloves this time, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no gloves. Yeah. Well, maybe gloves were off. Maybe he did in summer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was good. But for some reason, I went into expecting it to be the greatest thing I've ever seen, and it was just—it was still great. But not. I got to stop building shit up in my head as much. Yeah, don't do that. Because it ends up fucking me in the end. Mm-hmm. All well, right, I'll get into my music since you d- gave me double music homework. I'll oh yeah, I didn't have any economy for you last yep. week. Yeah. I'll start with the Right Brigade self-titled. I also, also um, did- as you said. Both releases are titled Right Brigade. Yeah. So I just yeah. listened to both of them. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I didn't like were the vocals. What? N- not something that clings to me. Huh. That's my favorite part. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. Right? I, I said I can hear the foundation of so many bands in this band. It's yeah. probably bands they end up starting. Yeah. Yeah. Super good. The two-step ending of Falling Down, best fucking part. A-side over the B-side. And it is he- it is heavier than its counterparts. If you transplant the right riff into the right places in this music, it does kind of become a little whoa whoa with my friends. Eh. But I still gave it a seven out of ten. I love it because they were one of the last bands at that time to use the skank beat, the boom ba bap ba boom ba bap ba like the real skank beat. And, mm. I was like, and then everybody, then yeah. everybody brought it back. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, the vote was my fucking favorite yeah. part. Yes. Nah. And, and he did that band after, or was it Invasion? Invasion? And I was super stoked on that, and then it became Righteous Jams, and I just bummed hard. I liked Invasion a little. And I liked Righteous Jams, I too. did not like Righteous Jams. I did. It was just one big skank part. It was cool. But <laughs> I want that. That dude should be fronting a band constantly. The full length was on Rev, so we'll, yeah. we'll eventually talk about it. But the EP, I remember I, obviously I, liking I, I a lot more. That fucking intro. Yeah. yeah. The, the that's Dad. I take that over yeah. the the full line. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure almost everybody does, yeah. including the band. Like, I'm curious to well, see got, about the recording of that because apparently he got like conned into that, right? Yeah, like he didn't want to do it, and he got like I forgot. I, I, what I, the the LP or the, the LP? LP? Yeah. Hmm. So I'm excited to get I mean, the story. I mean, that was always the rumor. I don't I mean, think they ever played for the LP. I know they. Played. I think it came out after they broke up. Yeah. yeah. I just wonder if somebody was still under contract, so they had the. I mean, that, maybe Pat that's why. was in fast was in fast break. Yeah. Um. And what's crazy is, I had no idea. Like I'd ask people about Pat, because I loved fast break. Yeah. And somebody then all of a sudden he popped up in our Discord. Huh. Because people were like, he lives in Israel. Like he lives in Israel. Huh. And that's pretty. So cool. hopefully, we can get him. To talk about that record, because I yeah, I always heard all kinds of stuff about it. That'll be an interesting that's lesson. Funny that the thing you liked the least was my favorite part about that band. What the yeah, because it bonus? set it apart. Because he had this really aggressive growl, growl compared to like yep. some of the other stuff yeah. from that era was like just like bark, like uh, or just know. like a shout. Yeah, just shouted. Just yeah, yeah. Or he was shouty. just like yeah. So 
it merely made them because they that was kind of like neck and neck when like the lock and out shit all first started. It was like yeah, before, it was before that, it was but right it was before. sort of after the the, the, the EP was like ninety nine, wasn't it? Because like all the stuff like it the, was that's yeah, because I got it when we were at Drexel, yeah. and the like, demo's ninety eight. Because yeah. a lot of the stuff that was coming out like that style back then was all almost borderline actual singing. And then he comes out and just pretty much just growling at you. You're just like, all right, this is something different. This is oh, cool. I I never sat with this record proper before, and I guess I didn't hear it in the context of the other bands in that era. But I liked it. Didn't love it. That also like this time. But in your defense, that also shouldn't be a crutch. Mm-hmm. You just like if the record's like you have to say, well, you have to understand when it came when it came out. Then it's like, nah, that just yeah, means it's bad. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that just means you think it's because there's a lot of stuff that I like from that era. Yeah. that I would never expect to play for someone and have them flip out yeah. over. I, exactly. I wrote it's just not something that clings to yeah. me. That's all. And then what else I gave you? Blockheads. The world yeah. is dead. I had to come back to this one. Oh, uh, because I like got bored with it. Yeah, Damn. I, I, I just I wrote. Uh, it's cool. I don't need 25 songs of this. Bingo. And Here. it wasn't on streaming. I had to go Bandcamp. Oh, I had to go YouTube. Oh, Same thing. Shit. I said great riffs. I love the pace and I love the way the instruments are sound and are mixed, but I still gave it a six. Damn, I fucking love that band. It's cool. That's I just didn't need 25 songs that's of it. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I wish I could say check out the other shit, but the other shit also has a lot of songs <laughs> on it's it, just, too. Uh, that was Relapse, that record, right? Yeah, that was yeah. the first Relapse one. Yeah, should be on streaming then. What the fuck? Yeah, why well, made it, it hard streaming? to listen to? Yeah. I don't know. I figured it would be because it was a relapse one. You would but, think so. Whatever. Yeah, let's assign each other some shit. Well, what do you guys got for? Yeah, you got what something? do you got? Guests? Larry's first. All right. So you know the caveat: no I, friends bands. No friends. I know. We I wouldn't do that. Do that. I don't have time. friends and bands anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Good uh, for you. Too old for that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you guys heard the band Mama yet? No. Mama. Yeah, M O M M A. Terrible name. Terrible name. But nine the, times out of ten, the, that means they're the, going to be great. Great. Band. The album is called Household Name. And do you like Veruca Salt? I absolutely I do. do. You're going to love this. And they're on polyvinyl. And they're on polyvinyl. Household what? Name is what it's called. Yes. yes. What it's, year it's, is this record? Last, last year. year. It was uh, my favorite uh, record. Uh, from I last saw year. Them, I saw them three times See, last year. They were. I would say like that means something to you saying it was like the best record of the year but you also said that about chubby and the gang yeah i fucking love so, chubby and the gang fuck off with that dude Ugh. thanks uh, john low uh john low that was john low's favorite record yeah, too. it was that's why he doesn't get invited back um <laughs> but yeah it's you know girl, matching like the girls but both girls sing at the same guitar time. tone is straight it's fuzzy awesome. 90s it's great i'm in fuzzy 90s girls singing say less uh, yeah i'm yeah. pretty much into it the, yeah uh and then the second one, I was I was going with Annihilation Time Three: uh, Tales of the Ancient Age. Fuck yes. Do you like Black Flag and Thin Lizzy? Thin Lizzy, no Black Flag. Yes. There you go. What's it? Which album? Uh, Tales of the Ancient Age. I don't think I know that record. It's the, I think it was the last one they did. It's just riffs on riffs. It's awesome. I'm pretty sure I saw them. Oh, didn't did Red Cheeks do book them? Probably. Yeah, probably. I think with the first singer. They're cool. The yeah. first singer, they sounded completely different with the first singer, and this is more like a more like punk rock and roll kind nice. of thing. I am a Thin Lizzy fan. Same. It's uh, and then well, the guitar, the guy that wrote everything, he's uh, Jay Masks, uh, Mascus's, uh Mascus. guitar tech. Oh, sweet. That's yeah, cool. he's he does another band. It's called Lecherous Gaze. It's pretty good. That's also Same a cool thing. name. That's yeah. a cool name. Yeah. yeah. 
pretty good. Not Euro. Not Euro. <laughs> from <laughs> from uh, the Bay Area, California. Yeah, yeah. Not Euro. But yeah, they're the two. I didn't have a comedy. All good. So, Fair enough. You don't have I was going to do the Kyle Kinane, but I figured you guys are going to watch it. Which one? Well, regardless, the fun, newest one. It's funny that you mentioned yeah, that. Okay. Good and you, I figured. It's good that you didn't bring that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so Mama and Annihilation okay, Time. They're my right. two. What say you, Greg? You got anything for I do. Um, I did two music ones, too. Because I was thinking, I asked him, I said, well, can we do a TV show? But it, if it's funny, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, to me. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to skip. I'll do stick with my two stick music. Stick with music, yeah. man. Um, so they're both, these are both, as of this recording, not even like a week old. They came out oh, Friday. I'm into this. So I chose two new ones. One by an established group and the other is new. Okay. So I'll go with the established first. Uh, is the new album by Mud Honey. It's on Sub Pop. Uh, and Thanks. it's called Plastic Eternity. Yes, it is. And uh, it's got some like psych elements, punk, garage. There's a song called Little Dogs that they have a video for mm. that's literally about how much he likes small dogs. <laughs> And it sounds like it's one of my favorite bands. Yeah, so I love it, this band. It sounds like Iggy Pop, like singing about dogs. It's just a fun record. I'll get more into it next week, but I like that they, like, they still keep the the cowboy shit, mm. but now they've actually also gone back and got brought back more of the punk rock shit they used to yes. do. Yes, there's a song literally about um, people that take ivermectin. Cool on there, <laughs> and like it's fucking hilarious and just a rocking song uh, they're they're fucking great but they yeah they had that like that mid era where it was like pretty much strictly like cowboy shit and now it's kind of like come like on. when they were on the major and then yeah they, yeah they what was it like since we've become sw- translucent like yeah records, they yeah. they swung a lot back towards the punkier garagier stuff yeah i like the new one it's kind of like a mix of both yeah eras it was, it's fucking it's I, I love that goddamn band yeah I, they're playing here in october i got it noted um, and then the other is one I rarely like. I'm I'm bad at paying attention to things, and I hate Same. like um. It's overrated. Anyway. I hate when you go to a show and you don't know who the opener is, and usually they're bore you to tears. And I went uh, a couple it's months happened. ago. Yeah. I saw um, Suki Waterhouse, who's she's also on Sub Pop, uh, but this isn't her record. And the band opening. Uh, her record's really good though, but that's not my recommendation. The band opening was called Blonde Shell. And, Blonde Shell? Yeah, like B L O N D S H E L L. And they came on and immediately I was hooked. It kind of Don't you love when that happens? Yeah, it, yeah, and it rarely happens for like someone I've never seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Close your head up. They yeah. sounded like like even before they ended up covering the cranberries, like some deeper well, cut. They sound like the I'm brick. I'm bricked up already. <laughs> Just sound, went from six to midnight. They, sound, got <laughs> they sounded like, uh, and I guess she's blonde shell, but it's a band. Oh. Um, and it's a little boastful. They sounded like uh, cranberries and like hole, like I like, like celebrity skin hole. Maybe not as much like the. Oh w- yeah, kind of unplump my sausage a little, little bit, <laughs> but I'm still and. Uh, the record just came out. I think it's it's self titled. Nine tracks, thirty some minutes. There's a song called "Salad" that I think she played on the Tonight Show, where she literally talks about like poisoning a dude's salad. Damn, I was if it was a pro salad song, I'd be like, "Yo, this chick is awesome." I was gonna say that's a sure way to kill you. Yeah, but she's I'm poisoning a salad. Lo- yo, you don't be fooled. I love fucking salad so goddamn much. Same. But now that you're like, yo, she wants to poison a guy's salad. 
she went from a nine out of ten. Now she's down to she's hovering in the six area right now, dude. <laughs> well, I'm curious. You're what... like cranberries. I was like, mm, they're like whole hate salad. I'm like, mm. now she talks about poisoning a salad. Oh, because uh, I guess if, the way I interpreted the lyrics is a friend of hers is with someone that's a, a piece of trash. Okay, oh. so she's saying like poison the salad, do this and get that. rid of them. Yeah, it's cool. Right. I don't really have a joke for it. I was going to say a euphemism about Italian dressing, but then I just <laughs> forgot what I was going to say. So, How about Greek dressing? A nice Greek... Uh... Uh, uh, this is going to sound weird and makes people look at me sideways. I don't like salad dressing, but I love salad. So you're just going plain, huh? He's a monster. Salt and pepper? I'm a blue cheese crumble man. Oh, okay. Fair. If I got to go with a dressing, normally it'll be a Caesar okay. or the Itai. Well, oh, I, I like but. a nice uh, vinaigrette. But yeah, or but a like balsamic. Because yeah. I always looked at it: lettuce, tomatoes, onions. Shit's already wet. Kind of. Okay. But I, a little extra flavor never hurt anybody. Like I will throw sesame seeds and shit on and stuff like that. You know. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, I don't, I don't really fuck with dressing. Are you or are you not a sauce guy? I like sauce. Then what the fuck's your problem? It's salad. I don't like sauce. it on my salad. All right. Yeah. So I mean? can get down with that. Sorry. It's like, yo, I like fucking milk on my Cheerios. I don't want it on my steak. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Is I don't, milk I don't sauce? Steak? Yeah, milk ste- is, is milk sauce now? <laughs> <laughs> sloppy steaks? Oh, sloppy God. steaks? No sloppy steaks. What do you got for me uh, this week, dude? All right. So, comedy wise, okay. I'm going to give you a special that you've probably seen, probably all of you, maybe. Mm. It's on Netflix. It's by a guy named. Dane Cook. <laughs> you should be so lucky. Yeah. It's I think it's properly rated as a great special. And All I right. want I want you to watch it probably again just okay. for the sake of commenting on it. And that's Hannibal Burris. Mm-hmm. Animal Furnace. Animal Furnace. That is a good fucking special. And it's easy to find, so that's your comedy. The first time I week. watched that special. The next day I went grocery shopping and bought apple juice because he reminded me how much I like apple juice and that special. <laughs> Garrett showed me that fun, special because we were listening to it in his car because it was on Spotify. And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Very funny. So yeah, that's he's your, great. That's he's your comedy. Awesome. And music-wise, I'm going out on a limb this week. Oh. This assignment is Wish from... hang yourself on one. Whoa. What? Sheesh. I'm, from... being, I'm being edgy. 2002 Life Force Records. Oh, so Germ- Germany. definitely Germany. It's definitely militant. It's definitely straight edge. Between the Buried and Me, self-titled. Ugh. 2002. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> See, I was going to participate, and, and I am not. <laughs> <laughs> listen, to, listen to it. What's the name of the album? Self-titled. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of typing. I'm sorry. No. But I'm also not sorry. It's just anger typing. <sighs> I've had to sit through that band. Well, this Ugh. is the very first record. It doesn't matter, dude. What do you mean sit through? The very beginning of a turd is a fart, so either way, it's going to stink. Either way, I've, it stinks. I've either never way, met a fart stinks. I didn't laugh at. It's true. So either I'm going to laugh at this record or hate it. <laughs> All right. But I'm gonna, that's the rules. I got to do it. All right. What did I fucking write down here? Well, since fucking... Larry pretty much beat me to it. The comedy special I got for you this week is Kyle Kinane Shocks and Struts. That was on my list to assign you later. It's a, did you watch it? Not yet. Already? Well, no, you have to. That's, that's good. That dude, 
What not you, not highly rated enough. Not at all. It's, I swear to God, the problem is, is he stays. He's buried by in Chica- Central. He, no, he stays in Chicago. Oh, that too. And it's like if he was on either of the coasts, he'd be doing a hell of a lot better. Yeah, like he doesn't even do like the podcast rounds. He doesn't. No. Yeah. He's been on your mom's house like a time. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Mm-hmm. And they they have I mean as far as comedians they have everybody. Yeah. And he wrote the liner notes for the one smoking Pope's yeah. record I have. Yeah, uh, I just watched he, the heap. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's fucking great, and he's he played in like a he goes on some of the band. the bet. I think he played in like a ska band at one point. Nah, I I think it was more like a like a Chicago punk band. Yeah. Like a yeah, a, he's definitely like peg boy knows that thing. shit. But um, he's a guy that another guy is another great fucking storyteller. Yep. I don't know if it's his voice. His voice but definitely the, helps. The, yeah, he does this thing in his in his bits. They're normally longer jokes, like longer story jokes, and there he can go on this extremely long rant without flubbing on word, without taking a breath, and just nail it. And it's just like it keeps going and going and going, and it's funnier, 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 and never drops off. And like, dude, this is perfectly crafted. That dude is a fucking genius, as far as I'm concerned, and. I knew you like trampoline in a ditch, so I'm I pretty sure, sure you'll like this. I, just, I actually like this one better. Shots what's the shots. new? What's is this a new special? Yeah, yeah. Is it, it on just came out. YouTube streaming it's on stuff, YouTube. maybe or like YouTube. a month old. I think yeah. I saw it on YouTube. It's on YouTube. I think it's on the 800 pound gorilla. It is. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Okay. Thank God, not Comedy Central. Anymore. Yeah. So people actually see it. Um, I also brought you two musical things because I couldn't decide which one I wanted to bring, but this is the two things I've been listening to constantly this week. The first one is an older record. Uh, a band it's like it was a band I didn't know anything about but they opened a show in Philadelphia years ago they, they actually they probably play like second but it doesn't really matter it's a band called Red Reaction and the album's called Welcome to the War Zone it's really fast like punk style angry hardcore and I didn't really I still don't know much about the band I don't think they did much after this record who'd they open for? it was one of those Greg Pollard goes to shows where <laughs> every band has the fast beat, you know, and everybody had like. Have you heard of the band? Red no, Reaction? No, no. Uh, it was definitely a Red Cheek show. Huh. I know that much. Uh, but I think they ended up on the show because they're on tour with one of the bands that he booked. Am I okay. going to be able to find this band? You should. Okay. If not, I'll send it to you. Okay. But yeah, it's just like they stuck out because. I was busting your balls, but it was like basically a youth crew show, and they definitely were way more punk right. Rock no, for sure than all the other bands. And that's sometimes the best way to see a band where yes. they they'll stick if you haven't, yeah. you know, because your your band like even as you guys have all been in bands is like you're gonna stick out better on a show where you don't sound like everybody else. If you're mm-hmm. like beat down band number six on a festival like beat down bands, everybody's like, all right, well, yeah, of course you're gonna sound like the man before you and the band after you. But if you stick out. You know, yeah. Unless you're bloodlet, then it kind of doesn't work. <laughs> the other one I brought up is a split, and uh, it's a uh, some grind stuff mostly. A band from Indonesia called Chapong. I know Chapong. You know, spell that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a split with a Chicago band, Race Trader. Oh, nice. It okay. came out like I don't know, maybe like a week ago. Tops. It's a real quick one. It's just two songs each. And you know I'm a fucking total stand when it comes to Race Trader. Mm-hmm. But the Chapong songs are fucking just gnarly as fuck, too. The band rules. They're re- they're so goddamn fast. You ever seen them? Who, Race Trader? Chapong. Oh, I've seen I was both. Gonna say, I saw Chapong. I've seen Chapong. 
Race I've seen Race Trader like I, I, three times or something. I got to play with them, dude. It was fun as shit. Is that the the fire when they just just come back to mm-hmm. playing shows? I only saw them. At this I was like, wonder. I hope they hold up, and they definitely fucking did. Yeah, they did a new record a couple years ago. It's f- so goddamn good. It was one of the first homework assignments I gave. It was like episode two of this podcast, twenty forty two, and he didn't listen to it. <laughs> He's like, I know who Race Trader is. It's whatever. And just, I was like, no, you're supposed to listen. They're to cool. It. They're cool live too, and, and they are very good. Live. Um, you know, the drummer is fucking sick. insane. What can't he do? It. I remember getting mad back in the day because right after Race Trader, he did another grindish band called Kill the Slave Master. Yes, that was basically Race Trader without the slow parts. And I was just like, this guy is fucking brilliant. Is great. Then I'm like, we're breaking up. And then the dude went and started Fallout Boy. So I was fucking. What a horrible choice to do! I was no, mad like, as fuck. Dude. I, I was, love Fallout Boy, but I was so mad. I'm like, because look, even if you like Fallout Boy, it's great. It's like you went from being like this all over the place manic drummer to just, you know, the fast beat. The I bills, will though. say, if you see Fallout Boy live, yeah, they actually give him a drum solo. Like he has like a thing where they'll do like the fucking rock and roll thing and. The drum riser goes up and he'll do like a medley. Damn, of like he's like a Tommy songs. Lee. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and, and live that band is a lot. I mean, they're they're still playing Fall wrestling boy. shoes, yeah. but they're a lot. They're a, <laughs> they're a lot heavier live. I saw them uh, at the Grange a very long time ago, and, and like, they were still pop punk. Yeah, like Not they're good. a lot heavier live. I mean, I didn't I, like it. I love them, but I understand why people don't like them. Yeah. But I think it's cool that now he can kind of do both things. Yeah. Yeah, that pays for all of his and it, passion. Like projects. we were saying earlier, where like you kind of get worried when a band comes back. You're like, oh, they're gonna suck when they put something out. When they dropped that LP when they first came back, I was just like, all right, this is fucking fantastic. Yeah. He plays and, in Sect too, and he's still. Yeah, fucking I saw them once. Yeah. Yeah. Sect like four times. Fucking yeah. fantastic. Anything he, I, he, that guy's awesome. And yeah. it was also great to see the dudes from Earth Crisis playing good music again. Yes. <laughs> After a bunch of lackluster ass at Earth Crisis releases. Yeah, but man, he is just a great drummer. Mm-hmm. You know what pisses me off about watching him play drums too? Perfect posture. He's handsome. Yeah. Perfect and posture. Great hair. Great, great hair. Great yeah. hair. What, yeah. what can't he do? Yeah. Uh, anything Punch I over. Yeah. Dude, he really does have great posture. I never annoying. thought about it. And now he's, now he's now always now just like, like perfectly up. And he's just like, and you watch him play, and it's like his hands are barely moving. You're like, fuck you, dude. They're the worst. Like, yeah. the fucking worst people. Every other drum you know is like hunched over, like the sticks are up around his ears, and you're just like, I get this, but he's just like... Make, ah, making their cum face. He's super, yeah. you know, like, he's super fun to watch. There's yeah. some drummers that just like... Super fun. When you watch the band... When you watch the band, you watch the drummer, and yeah. like, they're, they're one, and like... Um, that was the best, the best part of seeing the Cro-Mags lately was Mackie. Always. Overrated. I love watching Bill Stevenson. Nah. Too. Overrated. Nah. As a drummer, are you dumb? Overrated. Nah, dude. Everybody's like, oh, best drummer in New York hardcore? I say, absolutely not. That honor goes to Sammy Sigler. Okay. That's Look, fair. Mackie's a good drummer. I'm not going to take that away from him. But what what is his discography? Iceman, Fun Loving Criminals. That's what I was ready. Just ready for it. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, if you want to talk sheer breadth of catalog, Sammy all the way. Exactly. Too. And, and versatile. Rival and, schools drumming is nothing like. And also, judge. Sammy doesn't have a stinker. The only black mark on that dude's fucking record is that tour he did for the Limp Biscuit. 
And even that, I don't blame him. That's the only black mark on his record. Whereas Mackie, you got, okay, yeah, you got like two or three solid LPs, but then you also have the shitty Bad Brains records and a shitload of Fun Loving Criminals records. So I was like, nah, dude, sorry. The the, the uh, underdog in that, I would go for New York hardcore drummers. Alan Cage. Alan Cage. Alan Cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alan Cage mm-hmm. is my, I mean, from the from the beginning of that burn seven inch, that that uh-huh. drum fill, and then slip. Sure. Uh-huh. And then actions and indications. Yeah. That's I right, mean, boy. Dude, fucking seaweed. Yeah. Like he just, dude is just I remember a, being a beast. stoked when I was like, oh, seaweed drafts alan cage to play drums i was like same oh fuck yes <laughs> i was yeah. so excited yeah he's that's he's, actually my favorite seaweed record. it's great i'm a spanaway person yeah. but yeah I'm, they need to repress all them i've already uh, i've talked about this didn't merge do actions and indications but that's Somebody the only did, uh, one because I, like, I know i just got sub pop ones aren't the and i think sp- think with most of the other a lot of them were major label ones it's just spanaway yeah was it just spanaway mm-hmm well, if that's all we got this week, what do you got to plug? Anything besides well, the Where It Went podcast? Where It Craig? Went podcast? I don't do shit. Available Fuck anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, Larry's going to quit being a fucking bum and start doing bands again. Yeah, somebody do a band with me. It'll. Uh, there's it'll a be- guitar player standing r- sitting right next to yeah. you. Uh, a drummer to the other side. Yeah. Do a band with it. it'll it'll be good, but nobody will like it, and it'll it'll just <laughs> it'll be fade away. It'll be great. For the six months they exist, and yep. then yeah, it's going to fade on. away. Yeah, it's going mean, to be I awesome. Just, I just got the pod. That's Where it. it went podcast. Yeah. Available yeah. everywhere, right? Yeah, Spotify, Twitcher. Is it Twitcher? Is that what it's called? Twitch? Stitcher? Twitch? Stitcher. 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 Twitcher. Twitcher is the video game. Twitcher. Band. I barely know her. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, St- Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean. Uh, you just made that last one up, dude. Apple. Don't lie. <laughs> yeah, Are you on YouTube, too? Podcast. No. Podcast. That's why I said I like you guys have the little video clips. Yeah, get on it. Get on it, dude. It's easy to do. We do this stuff over Zoom. Jason's used a couple video clips sometimes for promo. Mm-hmm. You can you can record those video or Sounds keep like those video passing, recordings. It's really passing the buck on Jason here. Fucking Jason. It's like I do all the work. Jason doesn't do shit. Uh, <laughs> nah, man. Jason does all those graphics. Yo, Jason gets some audio visual going. If, if if it was just me doing the podcast, it would just be like. A blurry picture of the record from my collection. <laughs> Here's this week's. If it was episode. just me doing a podcast, it's just be me on the toilet talking to my dogs. So. <laughs> Which honestly, mad time is preferable. Um, you got anything for him, Tom? Patreon.com slash IRR and ILL for all of our bonus content. Mm-hmm. One episode a week at least at this point. Yeah, There's... we're gonna we're gonna stick with that fucking model. Yeah. It's fun to it's fun enough to do. Coming soon on that is a one the next uh, Patreon episode to drop is the first Is It Euro listening party. Soon after, we'll be recording Drunken Guess Who. <laughs> we got Stoner Dads pretty St- fucking the soon. The Stoner Dads podcast, Road Pods, coming up too. So we have a bunch of shit coming up on Patreon. Go check that out. Patreon.com slash I R R and I L L. That's all. Hit that intro music. Mm-hmm.